This is why we have the best fans in the world. Talk Direction, your weekly One Direction podcast. I'm Caitlin. And I'm Kara. And this is our 93rd episode of Talk Direction. Ah! This moment, (laughs) this moment, like, oh my god, this is actually arrived. Literally. I just feel like I'm in a dream. I, same. I, I practically am in a dream, seeing as I've been up. And, like, got three and a half hours of sleep. God. Um, and I'm very overwhelmed. Um, and there's so much to talk about today, but (sighs) it is all good stuff, and it's very exciting, and we are gonna get into- we're pretty much dissecting every little piece of everything that's happened in the past 24 hours. Thank God. So, you know, that's what we're here for. Um... I know that now that we're putting this out, we might be getting new listeners because, um, you know, when people search us on iTunes, um, our podcast might come up. So there could be new people listening to this, which is incredible. Um, so we wanted to say welcome to hey the Talk Direction family. Um, I hope you guys are as excited as we are about doing this podcast. Um, do you want to say a bit about what we are just to give a little introduction, Kara? Um, I mean, now we're labeling labeling ourselves, I mean, at least for the time being, as a One Direction and Harry Styles podcast, um, and we just basically use this as an excuse to talk about the thing we love most in the world, which is the four boys of One Direction, and sometimes Zane. Um, (laughs) so, yeah, um... It's going to be a good time. Come talk about Harry with us, and it's going to be a great adventure. I'm sure this episode's probably three and a half hours, um, (laughs) so you have lots of content, and we have 90 other, no, 92 other episodes that you can catch up on if you want to. Plus bonus episodes. We actually have more than 92 episodes. Yeah, so, I mean, you have a lot to listen to if you miss One Direction, and if you're like... I don't know, if you really want some more content, and if this hairy renaissance isn't enough for you, then there's (laughs) plenty of stuff to listen and watch. And we're a weekly podcast, so we put out an episode every week, um, and we do, like, news, which today's episode's gonna kind of be all over the place, but usually (laughs) we do news and then have a main discussion and, like, fun games and segments and stuff and get, like, listeners involved and all that good stuff. Um, But yeah, this episode's gonna be really long <laughs> and amazing um so yeah I just uh there's I don't I okay so let me also preface this by I planned most of the episode before the song came out <laughs> so like I spent like six hours like planning this episode oh trying God. to like anticipate what would happen and then last night once the song hit at 3 a.m I also continued to plan for like three hours went to bed what? at like six in the morning and woke up at 9 30. You're so, a freaking champ dude. <laughs> that's what's going on right now. I might be like over like giddy crazy but you know those are all the reasonings behind it. Um 
So, also, if anything doesn't seem relevant, I might have to, like, read my notes and be like, okay, what's still relevant given the fact that I, like, wrote this before it happened? (laughs) So, but that's okay. Um, So, what is my first point? Oh, first, I wanted to say happy birthday to some of our listeners, Martha and Danielle. Um, Martha's birthday was, was it yesterday or two days ago? Um, And then Danielle's is the ninth. So, happy birthday. You guys are awesome. Um, thank you for being so supportive of us, of us. We appreciate you so much. And I feel like just through this podcast, we sou- were surrounded by so many, like, incredible people and incredible women, um, that really, really inspire me. Mm-hmm. Um, so thank you guys for being in our lives. Um, it's also my, uh, roommate's birthday, Laura's, today. Happy birthday, Laura. She listened to this. So <laughs> oh, nice. Probably hey. hear it. Um, and it's Olivia's birthday next Friday, but I guess we can mention that next week. Uh, <laughs> I also wanted to say before we get into everything that we have a Patreon as well. This is for like new listeners who came or old listeners who want to check out our Patreon. Um, it's patreon.com slash talk direction where we have tons of bonus content. So like we said, we put out an episode every single week, but on Patreon, you get an extra half hour of content for every single episode, which is awesome. Um, we also do um, vlogs every week, week, which could, which could be like, um, just things in our own life, but also we do like a lot of One Direction themed things like games and, um, like different videos. I can't really think right now. <laughs> um, but we also have the option to call us and leave a voicemail for the show to hear your voice on and even different levels at the Patreon. You can be on the show with us. So if you're interested in any of that, definitely go take, check out patreon.com slash talk direction. Um, and we're so thankful for our, all of our patrons because you guys mm-hmm. help actually make this show happen. Um, okay, now that all the intro stuff is out of the way, let us just talk about Harry for the next, like, 12 years. <laughs> um, I'm sure every episode to come after this is going to be very Harry-themed. Of oh course, my we'll God. talk about the other boys, but just right now, there's these next couple of weeks are just very Harry, um, which is always a good thing, I think. Um... So there's so much to cover, and I thought, like, maybe we should go in order of things happening and, like, things hitting us to sort of get our reactions. Yeah. Um, because I always love a good reaction to, you know, a Harry, a Harry post or, like, a, a picture that we get. Um, so the thing, I think the first thing, okay, first of all, how are you feeling? Just, like, let's just get a general overall, how the hell are you feeling right now? I feel like I'm in a daze because, like, once... It happened. I I feel like I was like, oh, I feel like I haven't been waiting at all. Like I feel like I've like this is my the culmination of my entire life. By the way, if you're a new listener, we're always this dramatic about Harry. So <laughs> yeah, drop you, it. you might pick up on it, but Harry's kind of our favorite. Yeah, we're um, Harry stands <laughs> to the death. Um, yep. And I feel like I was like, wow. I feel like we didn't wait at all because like we just got this announcement. But then again, like, the waiting was so painful. Yeah. I don't know. I'm in such a weird, like, mindset where I'm, like, I've waited my entire life for this, but also, like, I was never born until this point. <laughs> that is exactly how I feel, too. Yes. And I feel like throwing back to February when we thought he might perform on the Grammys, and now it's, like, two months later, and this has all happened. Yeah. It's just, time is such a weird thing. Mm-hmm. And... I mean, Harry sings about time in his song, and it's all weird and beautiful, and yeah, so there's just a lot of things all crashing into one another, and trying to sort of, like, be like, okay, this is who I am now, now that I've heard so many times. Literally. (laughs) 
my life has started. <laughs> Honestly, though. It's so true. I and finally I feel like can I'm, wake up from my 22-year slumber. Yeah, I'm trying to, like, redefine how I look at things. Like, the band, Harry. Like, some things are shifting in your head. And, like, how you look at, like, what your future is going to be like. <laughs> like, I, I, it sounds Honestly. stupid. But... We're, yeah, I'll explain more. Okay, cool. Um, but I feel like, hey, if you're listening to this podcast, you're probably you, you in the same it. state as yeah. us right now. Um, so, wow. Um, let's start with these pictures that we got of Harry flying through the air attached to a rope um, that was attached to a helicopter. Because this popped up sort of out of the blue and we were all like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> Like, actually, what the hell is this? The facial features were very odd. The hand positioning. He looked like a Christmas ornament. Like, there's just there's just so many things. I think that was Johanna who said that. Let me give her credit. Um, but, like, what, what was going through your mind when you saw these pictures, Kara? I just saw a very dramatic human being. <laughs> and, like, honestly, after listening to the song, I'm like... This boy is so dramatic. Like, I feel him on, like, a deep and spiritual level. Like, just, like, imagine, because this song is so dramatic. And, like, yeah. just, um, like, the fact that it's going to be amplified and even more dramatic with, like, the, the freaking video of him just soaring through the air <laughs> over, know. like, the Scottish, like, seaside. Like, I just cannot wait for the level of dramatic that Harry is going to give us. Um, but these pictures, like, his coat is magnificent. He looks like a Jane Austen character, um, modernized, um, Mm -hmm. just like, wow, he looks so cozy, I'm sure it's really cold up that high, (laughs) like, um, the pictures of him, like, sitting while they're not filming, like, in this giant, like, parka jacket are very cute, um, if you guys are Patreon supporters, you can go check out the doc that we make to create this, and it has all the photos we're talking about, so you can, like, watch on, um, as we talk, which is, again, patreon.com slash talk direction. Um, but yeah, we have tons of photos for this. This, this episode doc is 22 pages long, so. Oh my god! <laughs> Just get ready. <laughs> um, yeah, and the, the hole in the back of his jacket, I'm like, that's like an $8,000 jacket, and you like, I know. have a hole in it. Can I have that scrap of fabric, please? Like- <laughs> Dude, think about it. That that. scrap of fabric. That's modern art right there. That scrap of fabric could, like, pay for, like, um, (laughs) a couple months of my rent, at least. (laughs) No, you could get, you could sell that on eBay for a lot of money, let's be honest. Oh, oh, yeah, true. Not even just the fabric quality, like, plus that it was on Yeah, the fact that it's Harry Styles. (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, man, these, these pictures are just a real thing. And then, and then the dummy doll or whatever, it was like the stunt double who was like wearing some face thing to look more like Harry or whatever the hell was going on there. Thank God that you didn't put that in the doc because I really, truly, I'm not kidding. I can't look at those pictures. Like, I understand. You're to delete them from our Twitter when I posted them. I was, I couldn't look back on them. Like, they're literally horrifying to me. Like, I think I've talked about this before, but like, you know, the Goosebumps episode where the mask gets like stuck to the like person's Mm, face that's mm -hmm. literally i watched in the fifth grade and it scarred me for life and masks are already terrifying but like a mask of like harry (laughs) that like is is very realistic but isn't harry like that's something out of a nightmare scenario like you could tell in the hands it was like obviously like this like probably like 
burly older man who like they drew a sharpie cross on the hand to like uh emulate his tattoos but it really it really horrified me it's like the horrible like alternative universe that i never wanted or never asked for I was so confused at first because I didn't know. I was like, this can't be Harry. But, like, also, what's happening with his face? Like, what is the physics, like, going on here that I was going to have to unstand Harry. Like <laughs> I was like, is the wind, like, smushing his face oh in a God. weird way? Um, but thank God that was not actual real hair. Also, people were saying that it was like a doll at first, and I, I was know. like, I feel like but for I was some like, reason this looks like a person. <laughs> but like for some reason, I think I would be okay, more okay if it was a doll and not like uh-huh. a human with this plastered on. And like yeah. the hair was so like not good quality, so it, it yeah. like, looked like a stringy. I don't even know. It was so weird, and it wasn't the right color. I was just like, this isn't my honestly. I'm gonna stop talking about this because I'm getting creeped out. But oh it, boy, okay, yeah. Um, Wow, it really looked like the Dwight thing in in the office. I know it really on, like, did. <laughs> the CPR dummy's face. <laughs> God, uh, and also I love how in these pictures you can tell like Harry's singing the song because he's mouthing the words, and it just like looks so epic. Like I honestly cannot wait to see this. I wonder. I thought it was going to come out today. That's why I was kind of confused when it didn't come out today. I know, but honestly, thank God it didn't because there would be way too much to talk about if we... this also came out today. <laughs> We'd have to at least do a three-day live stream. Like, <laughs> there's no other way. Yep. This one's already gonna have to be, like, 12 parts, I swear to God. Yeah. too much to talk about. What if Harry um, just wanted to take, like, a little trip in the sky and this doesn't have anything to do with his solo content? That's just, like, I have to let it. some steam off, you know? Like, I just want to be flying around, like... <laughs> Although, um, I've been trying to compound all the interviews that are going on. Obviously, they're happening right now, too, as we record, because we're recording, like, it's almost 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on Friday, so interviews are happening, and there's going to be so much more content when, like, we get off this podcast. They're Good like, oh, God. we're going to have to talk about this. Um, but I've been, like, adding content up until the minute we started recording, um, and I think this one might have been from his interview with... Um, what's it called? Ryan Seacrest, which I didn't listen to yet, but there was just a couple quotes that I, I saw so far, which said, um, I'm struggling to remember why I agreed to do it, <laughs> but yeah, it was really intense. I was very high. I couldn't wait to get down. Um, and he confirmed that it was for the sign of the time music video. So not nice. a, not a nice little trip, you know, up in the sky, but, um, that's, I mean, um, I can imagine like, uh, just being over the ocean and like dangling oh from God. a fucking string. <laughs> <laughs> I, well, I saw that quote that was like I was so high out of context and I was like okay Harry I guess you're like trying to like go full rock and roll here like I didn't expect this but I mean oh. go off I guess <laughs> wow no it had to do with the uh the helicopter thing this is That's just wild awesome. how do you also sing and like concentrate while like there's an entire helicopter flying what if he's just you? screaming like that's that's probably what it is <laughs> Oh my god, I hope I don't die! Oh my yeah. god! We'll have to, like, read his lips in the music video to see, like, if it actually syncs up to the to the music. I think that, like, um, someone, when this music video comes out, like, someone should just dub it with all screams. <laughs> just, like, <laughs> yes! It's like the, um, monologue. Yeah, like the Taylor Swift, um... Oh, the goat one? 
Yeah, the goat one, but we need, like, some person screaming. Oh, that's so good. We should do that. We should do that. I think that's the the content that will put Talk Direction on the map. (laughs) It will. Wow. Okay. Plans, guys. Um, Okay. Let's move on. Um, Okay. Because we could honestly spend forever talking about Harry dangling from the sky. Oh, my God. I know. This would be a news story that we would, like, if this was just a news story, we could, like, make it last for four weeks This would be our main discussion. (laughs) Yeah, it would. Um, okay, so Harry also did a huge interview with BBC Radio 1, which we're going to talk about in full detail, um, but let's just start, as we as we like to do here on the podcast, talk about Harry's clothing. Oh, thank let's God. start with these this outfit he wore, and particularly the plaid pants he wore mm-hmm. to the interview. Um, I mean, we just got so many beautiful photos of Harry... At BBC One. The first one came up when Nick Grimshaw posted it. He literally looks like just this smiley, beautiful angel, like... Little cherub. Exactly. It's like this... I mean, you're so much better at describing things than me, Kara. Can you just describe everything? I just feel like this is exactly the type of sunshine that you see once you were probably holed up in a... Like, holed up in a... Like, um, a cult... Um, like bunker for at least 12 <laughs> years and you finally come across the sun again and you were broken out of this, like the bunker. And I think I'm like describing a lot of unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, but, um, and Harry is just shining down upon you and that's the sunshine and this is the first sunshine that you've seen in 12 years and that's what this oh, looks like. That is exactly what it looks like. I'm so glad you get this. Kara's like a professional describer, I swear oh, to God. Thank you. <laughs> I'm gonna need you for the rest of the for the rest of the show to do this too. <laughs> um, but um, so I feel like I mean we know Harry's fashion is this good. Like we've seen it in another man, but like he honestly now that it's coming to like fruition in like real life and like him doing interviews wearing the coolest things like I am so excited for this because usually he would wear like also like performing skinny jeans and whatnot obviously we saw him in a ton of floral suits at the end of 2015 I can't believe 2015 wow that sounds like 2015 I know so weird it's been it's been like a year and a half since then um but yeah, so we're just getting this, like, like live, real-time fashion, um, and I'm so ready for all the patterns. I love these plaid oh, pants. God. I have a number of plaid pants myself, um, but these just look so, so good on him. Um, oh, my what God. What do you think of these pants, Kara? Okay, so, like, when we first got the, the sh- cherubic, um, beautiful smiley picture of just him from, like, the chest up, and it was just his black shirt. I was like, he looks freaking great. I love that his, it's unbuttoned to, like, the belly button, like, his shirt. I'm just, like, I missed those days. Um, but I was like, this is kind of, like, plain for him. And then we get the shot of his magical pants, and I'm just like, thank God. Like, he didn't disappoint me. I should never have questioned it. I should never think he's going to disappoint me. And these pants look like the stoner guy in, like, eighth grade, but, like, he got, like, a wardrobe, a, like, makeover from, like, what not to wear, but he wanted to keep his, like, uh-huh. plaid pants, but, like, they're high fashion now, and yeah. this, like, he got a haircut, and he's just, like, out on the town, and I love it. I'm so into it, and, like, I love that him and Nick are, like, I don't know if they purposely matched a little bit, but I, like, mm-hmm. just love I it. I know. Oh. I love the pattern combination. It's there. so cute. What the it heck? so, so good. And all also, the rings... Yes, the ri- we're going to get to the rings. Okay. I have about 25 pictures of those. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> My exaggerations for numbers are off the chart today, but what can you expect? Um, 
But I love the background purple in all these shots. Like, whoever painted the BBC Radio 1 interview room purple, like, good job to them. Everyone favors. Like, they all look so good against that background. It is a good look. It is a good color purple. Um, I was joking around that Harry's merch should just be cheaper versions of his clothes. Because I feel like that would sell so well. Oh my god, yeah. Can you imagine? I would love to buy Harry's stuff, but, like, not for $8,000. Yeah, like, I feel like he could partner with, like, Topshop or, like, H&M or something. Like, ASOS. Like, something like that. Like, I feel like he really could. That would be so cool. Like, maybe further down the line, because I feel like he's probably, like, more focused on music stuff. But I feel like he could be into fashion design later. Yeah. Yeah, oh, I'm so excited. But he'll probably be like Gucci or like yeah. YSL or whatever. <laughs> whatever. And I'll be like, I have two cents to <laughs> Yeah, can what can I buy for two of cents? Me, please. <laughs> Give me like a string from the a, a string that's come off your jacket or something. But do you remember that's when he like wear. wore that like five thousand dollars string as a necklace? So we can't even oh afford my that, God, dude. That <laughs> is so true. Damn it, Harry. <sighs> it's okay. We'll just like look from afar. <laughs> So let's talk about his hair. Okay. Yeah. Um. So I put a ton of pictures in here comparing his hair now mm. to his haircut in like 2013, Take Me Home era, Midnight Memories era, and it looks so so similar. Yeah. And I mean, it's it is so the same weird. person, same hair. But. <laughs> that is so true. But is it the same person, really? Wow, though? you're right. <laughs> um. But I feel like it's weird because you're trying to see like the differences because obviously people change in like when time passes um (laughs) but like you know it's not it's the hair really did make a difference when it was long versus short so he looks so so similar and i really really love his hair right now obviously like the long hair was everything but harry looks gorgeous yeah and i feel like we really can just look at his face better but like i think that like i mean maybe i mean he must be like keep cutting it after dunkirk because like his hair would have been like longer by now Mm -hmm. um so this is like i feel like a stylistic choice but it seems like more like flatter than like it was in like the take me home eras like not Mm -hmm. like not in a bad way just like it's like more like shaped to his head i think it's like shorter um Uh so i mean i like it it looks very like dapper i think is the word i'd use yeah, like you were saying in those photos of him walking around on the string in the countryside, um, <laughs> he he definitely looked like Disney Prince or something. Oh like, my god. Yeah. You could just, especially because there was like hay all around, you could imagine it being like in like the 1800s or whatever. Wow. I don't know when princes were around <laughs> in fairy tales, but you know, back in the day. Um, so yeah, I just, it does look very dapper and you can see his jawline really well and... Um, he just looks so, so good. Um, he said, I felt very naked for a while. I was like, yeah, I've got to shave my hair off. It wasn't a hard decision. It got made into a wig. Um, again, I'm intersplicing <laughs> quotes throughout this. But um, yeah, nice. I can't I can't imagine like always having your hair and then like even cutting it like sh- I've cut my hair before, but never like short, short. Um, I just feel like it would be so, you'd have so many instincts to, like, touch it and then realize, like, you don't have hair or, like, hair is really good to hide behind and things like yeah. that. So I just, I can't imagine, like, the transformation you have to go through. Oh, wow. I, I like that. Like, I think that, like, maybe he cut his hair and, like, now he's, like, showing his true self to the world. You know, he can't hide behind <laughs> his hair anymore. Oh, Harry can't hide behind the hair. It's too beautiful. <laughs> um, I have a question about um something in the doc. Thoughts yeah. on his hair and him looking like his own twin. What does that mean, Caitlin? He's <laughs> the same person. 
Um, yeah, like, honestly, you guys, reading the doc is quite fun, so I would recommend it. <laughs> because, again, I wrote this before the song came out, and also, like, I get super dramatic when I'm planning. Um, so I if you want to call out any other fun quotes I put in there, Kara, go for it. Okay. Um, you know, I was just thinking that, like, he's his own twin, but, like, a twin from the past and the twin from the present. Oh, and we have to make everything about Harry, like, even, like, like time passing and aging, the most dramatic and, like... <laughs> Harry's a twin of his past self. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know what I mean half the time when I'm writing these things. <laughs> well, it's I all like about it. the feeling. Mm, the vibe, if you will. Yeah, exactly. Um, okay, so I've included a ton of pictures of these cool rings Harry's been wearing. Oh, um, a lot of them we've seen already, but some of them we haven't. Yeah. And just also the way his ha- his hand is, like, pictured in these. It's very just, like, he looks so artistic. It looks like these. a freaking Renaissance painting. Yeah. What Like, what do you think of all these? Like, obviously he wears rings a lot, but, like... He's just so cool, okay? I don't know what else to say. Rings are such a look. I love them. And I I just think they're, like, the perfect accessory. Like, you automatically look 12,000 times cooler and more cultured if you have a bunch yeah. of rings on. And it's very, like, Stevie Nicks. And, like, he has all these, like, rings that look like they're ancient artifacts or, like, artifacts you find in, like, <laughs> I don't know, like, Dumbledore's library or something. <laughs> like, one of them almost looks like a snake, and one of them looks like it has, like, a red ruby in it, and it looks like it could trap souls or something. Like, I'm mm-hmm. really into this. Yeah, it is. They're so cool. I wish I could have these rings. Like, I mean, I'm sure they're all so expensive. Yeah. But they honestly look so cool. Mm-hmm. And, and Harry's hands as well. I said, here's another line from the doc. In conclusion, Harry has hands. <laughs> <laughs> like, I just... Uh, I love these details. I, I, I saw a lot of these pictures on Tumblr, and it was, like, captioned, like, important details. And I was like, yes, I agree. These are important mm-hmm, details. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so good. Um, let's talk about some more pictures that came out. Um, <clears throat> so, unfortunately, the doc wasn't allowing me to add things after a while because my internet was screwing up. So, some of them are in links that you might have to click, Kara. Okay. Um, but, the actually, the Spotify picture is down below slightly. So. Okay. What this we got this new Spotify picture obviously to promo the music um and it looks like it looks like Harry's just been like dumped upside down in a boat like got out and is blaming you for tipping the boat or something <laughs> and he's like looking up looking up at you like screw you and he's totally soaked but also you're like yeah that was on purpose because now you're soaked and wearing fancy dress clothes and it's amazing but like I want this in color because he looks like he's wearing like a velour suit. Um, oh yeah. And I just want to know what freaking color it is, man. Like I love the black and white or like weird blue aesthetic, but like I also also the hopefully like little it pops up. What? I said hopefully it pops up. Oh yeah. On the internet. I mean I need that. Um, I also like the one little curl that's like coming oh. on his forehead. Like that's always such a good look. It's so yeah. good. And it, it reminds me very much of like, um, like. Kind of like romance movie or what's that yes. guy's name? The the one that that big actor dude. Colin Firth. <laughs> no, no, the one who is in Romeo and Juliet. Man, I'm the Leo worst. DiCaprio. <laughs> That's the one. Oh wow, yeah, you're right. You're I get right, those though. vibes from him. <laughs> oh okay, so I said this on Twitter, but I really think that like I I don't know this like it's just really what this picture feels like to me. Um, he looks like. He just took you to prom in the 80s and said you could drive his car home because he trusts you, but you drove it into old Dave's lake. Um, And that's the vibe I get from this. And I feel like he's really, 
like Caitlin was saying, like, he's pissed at you, but he's trying to maintain his cool and calm demeanor because, uh-huh. you know, he loves meditation, obviously. And he's mm-hmm. just like, you know, material objects will come and go. But I also worked really hard at, um, you know, Uncle Pat's diner for five years to, like, afford that used car. So I can't oh. believe you just ruined it and put it in old Dave's lake. <laughs> Honestly, these descriptions give me life. These are so good. That is exactly what he looks like. I I hope this was an entire photo shoot that we find out more pictures from because, I mean, I honestly... This aesthetic, this wet, the water wet, aesthetic, fancy aesthetic. I love how committed to this aesthetic he is. Like I, I, know. I mean, like we said it before. I, I'll say it again, but I love a theme, and this man clearly loves a theme too. And <laughs> I knew that I could like appreciate him. Yeah. Uh, so good. Now every time I have to wear something fancy, I'm gonna pop in the shower for two seconds and then go to it, like, soaking wet to, you know... To support Harry, just, to like, buy some of the times on iTunes. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I need to get, like, a, a dress with, like, the sign of the times, like, pictures all over it. Oh. <clears throat> Actually, that would make a really nice... Cards. Like, that'd be a nice, like, textile, don't you think? Like, the nice colors, too. the sign of the times. Like, okay, someone make that. Project Runway, are you listening? This should be a theme for one of your episodes. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, and the other pictures that we got were from Harry and Nick in the studio. Nick always does, um, what are those called? Photo Um, booths. Photo booth photos. And we got four ones of him and Harry posing. Um, And Harry has his, are those his, like, the black version of his Gucci sunglasses? Oh, yeah, it must be, yeah. Yeah, those look amazing. They're making funny faces. One one of the pictures, Nick is wearing Harry's sunglasses, and Harry's like, um, no, you cannot pull those off. <laughs> um, but they just look so cute, and I love their friendship. And honestly, like, we'll get into it with the interview, but, like, um, their friendship was very, like, uh, what's it called? Evident, you Aww. know, listening to them. Um, so... Yeah, these, these, I'm sure we're going to get tons of more photos and tons of more pro, pro pi- promo pics and all that good stuff that we're going to have to analyze in great detail. Um, but these, these new ones that we've gotten have been really amazing. Um, so then we have all this interview stuff. Um, and I found this little, um, like comment on Tumblr, um, from Breakfast Show Harry. And I wanted to read it because I, it really resonated with me about like Harry going into like promo time and interviews and all that stuff where like people are expecting him to talk about things or like, um, wanting details of the music or this or that. And I just thought this was just like so nice, um, the way that this person stated things. So I'm just going to read it. Um, they said, all I'll say is during Harry's promo time, I want to know whatever Harry wants us to know about him. If that means hearing exclusively about his music and movie, awesome. If that means hearing his perspective on dating and listening to him respond to his friends teasing him about stuff and getting detailed inventory by wick number of his candle collection and <laughs> learning lots of random personal facts about him, that's awesome too. It's his promo and I'm a fan of him as a musician, but I'm also a fan of him as a human. I trust him to tell us what he's comfortable telling us and I appreciate and I'm appreciative of what he lets us see while respectful of what he keeps to himself. Um, I just thought like, yes, same. Yes. This, I am so totally about this. 
Um, I also really appreciate like the way they talked about the wick in the candle. Yeah, they clearly get stuff. it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you just know if you're bringing up the candle wick, like you you've been around for yeah. a bit. <laughs> um, so I just I think that mentality is really good going in the going into the promo season because I think it is hard to remember. Like you're like, oh, I want to know this information. I want to know like what all the details about him writing the album and like this and that. Um, but like we have to like tell ourselves harry's been very evasive with things like that in the past like olivia is it a song is it a place <laughs> like you know all that good stuff so like it's just good to rem- like i love that i trust him as a human like i'm a fan of him as a human and like he'll give us what he wants to give us so yeah i'm excited to like hear like i don't know like what he's comfortable with i think that's like all mm-hmm. i want in this life is to harry to do this on his own terms and i feel like he mm-hmm. will and i think that like he is probably picking and choosing, like, where he wants to be interviewed. Mm-hmm. And, like, I hope that, he, like, people are respectful of him. Um, it seems like it's going well so far. Um, yeah. Because, I mean, like, why would you want to make someone uncomfortable while you're interviewing them? That's always my question. Um, yeah. But I'm just so excited for everything that Harry tells us. I don't care if he tells us the same thing 12,000 times. Um, yeah. And I'll it's just, listen like, to it and compare the oh, voice intonations. Exactly. I mean, we'll have plenty to talk about. <laughs> Were you going to say something else? Uh, no. Okay, so the interview started with Nick joking around about, like, when they were going to go record the interview or, like, when Nick was going to go hear the song for the first time, I mean, um, where, like, they both knew it was coming, but, like, they felt so much pressure about it. Oh, my and, like, God. And they were saying, wait, first of all, did you listen to the interview, Kara? No, I, I haven't had time. Like, Okay, <clears throat> so you're going to get a slew of information, but a lot of it, to be honest, came out before. So yeah, I saw much some new stuff, information. yeah. Um, but so Nick was joking about like, they were like, oh, let's go get breakfast. Okay, let's go get lunch. Is there something else we can do before we have to like listen to this song? Because this like, is so relatable. Yeah, the amount of pressure. Like, I know we've talked about it before, but who the hell says we can't talk about it again? Like, just the pressure to be like presenting this, this song to someone else and like having to play it for them and like them hear it and you have to sit and like watch the reaction it might be later in the doc but i mean this is probably going to be all out of order anyway um but like harry was saying like he tried not to be in the same Mm -hmm. room as other people when they were listening just because like i just can't imagine how nerve-wracking that is and like also for the person like listening to the song like we were saying it's like reacting to a birthday gift, but like so much more pressure. I feel like this is the way I was describing it to my friend. I was like, I feel like Harry is, I mean, because I feel pressure when other people are listening to the song because I'm like, yeah. Harry is like my everything. So when other people listen and judge it, I'm just like so nervous for some reason because I'm just yeah. like, I want them to like feel the amount of love I have for him um, yeah. like from the song. But I was like describing it as like, I feel like Harry is my significant other of seven years, and he, like, um, he's only showed his music to me, and I've te- been telling everyone in my life how good it is, and, like, how how great he is, how much of a talent he is, but now he's finally, sh- like, decided to show his music to the world, and I'm so nervous because yes. I want everyone else to, like, be as receptive to him as I am, and that's, like, exactly, uh, I'm just, Yeah. Yeah, I feel the same way. Like, it's so weird thinking. I'm like, why Why are there people who are allowed to listen to this without me there yeah. to, like, guide them through <laughs> yeah. this process? Like, they don't know this is going to change their life. Like, they need a support team with mm-hmm. them. Like, it just, it's like, it's like handing something off for someone else to judge when you're like, okay, you don't, I, like, I need to make sure you understand I, I know. everything. Like, I need you to know the entire background and, like, 
all this stuff. Like, you just want it to be handled with care. Exactly. Just, like, there needs to be, like, a sticker on the album, Handle With Care. Also, I feel like... Imagine listening to Harry Styles, like, casually. Because I feel like I've seen, like, so many people that I've never, like, (laughs) heard talk about, like, One One Direction or Harry Styles, like, on Twitter talking about the song. And being like, yeah, "Yeah, it's so good. And just, like, how... Like, this is, like, your first foray into One Direction or to into Harry Styles like vocal cords like how how can you I, I don't know it's just like yeah. so unreal to me I know like, and you know inside they're like having like a freaking fangirl moment I think yeah, I like mean, all the like famous people be. who are like oh my gosh I'm actually really enjoying Harry's song yeah, like, I'm shut like, up guys oh my gosh shut your trap hole <laughs> like <laughs> I knew that I knew it was gonna be good okay excuse me I <laughs> like, know I was here first. Let me just let me just state that out loud. I feel like there should have been like listen. two two separate debut dates, like one for the people yeah. who loved him and one for the people that can like get it later. <laughs> you know? That's so true. Wow, it's weird. It's weird being like the rest of the world is now hearing like this kid that was just ours. Yeah. And now it's like everyone else's and I don't feel ready for it and the judgment that could come. But also like even if it's positive like it's like we knew first we knew he was good this we always knew he was this good now you're trying to come join the party we'll welcome you but also just recognize that you know we're not some dumb little fandom that is you know that you you've pushed away and said was stupid and has no good music opinions and now you're trying to come be a part of us we just need a little told you so moment yeah i think yeah a little Um, bit not in a mean way Nah, just in a (laughs) we knew we knew (laughs) Yes. Um, so he's, he, this is all out of order of the interview, but that's okay. Um, I tried to put it in a sensible order. Um, let's, let's talk about his, him talking about the album first. Um, he said, I started the album end of February last year, which would be 2016, um, for three weeks and had to stop for five months when I went to do a movie. I came back in July and finished writing it in December. So that means he started the album a couple months after One Direction went on hiatus, which was, like, around December 2015. He said he started it in, like, February and then had the Dunkirk movie and then finished it this December, which I guess, like, that that makes sense that you were working on it. But he said he finished writing it, I think, in December. Um, so, like, obviously there's so much else to do, but it feels like... Um, I'm like, December, I suppose December was like four months ago, but it feels like that so fast. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Um, but like it definitely, he definitely had a plan starting this, like right after, um, hiatus, you know, it seemed like this was the plan. Um, do you have thoughts about this? It does feel like it's like a quick turnaround, but at the same time. I mean, I feel like we've been, I mean, I don't know. I, I think about it like I feel like we've been waiting forever, but in the grand scheme of things, like it could have been four years. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like yeah. it could have been a lot longer than the time that we waited. Thank God it wasn't four years. Thank God he had a plan. Thank God they all lied to us and said they, you know, didn't have any plans with the hiatus. Oh my even God, though we I know. knew, Even though we knew they had plans, like it's still good to be reassured. Imagine Talk Direction if like actually it was like, um, they were four years away from producing anything. Oh like, we would, I mean, we'd still be on Niall's Snapchat as a news source. Yeah, friends. that would be our whole episode. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what did Niall snap today? <laughs> Which, honestly, still newsworthy, to be honest, so. Yeah. You know. Um, talking about Dunkirk, he said that he was, like, a really big fan of, 
um, Christopher Nolan's work and he wanted to be a part of the project. Um, and I loved this bit of the interview when he told his family he was going to be in, in the movie. Like his parents were like, Oh, are you just going to be waving the soldiers off when they like sure. go off to war? <laughs> like they didn't believe he was going to have. That sounds like Gemma. <laughs> Such a, yeah, right. <laughs> Such an incredible role. Um, so that's very exciting. Um, he said it was, uh, kind of like a good break from, um, like, the writing, and his words were, mm. for a while before, all I thought about it was stressing about what it was going to be. It gave me the chance to completely step away from it for a bit and have a real break. By the end of the movie, because we were swimming so much, I just wanted to write songs. Um, <laughs> so I can imagine that that would be a good break. It's like, especially coming off hiatus and being like, okay, now I have to do this entire album. Like, what the heck am I going to do? And like, yeah, you know, we were going, we were going ourselves, like, what the heck is Harry going to do? But like, finding out Harry was going, like, there was so much pressure. I guess like, you can imagine it, but it's, it's not necessarily real until you hear it from him, where he's, mm-hmm. he also didn't necessarily know exactly what he wanted. And like, recognizing the pressure to be Harry Styles in one direction, you know? I feel like there was so much added pressure for him to, like, be this amazing, epic thing. Yeah. Um, and, you know, people were sure he had something huge up his sleeve, but, like, he didn't even know what it was at that point, perhaps. Yeah. Um, I also- feel like this seems like the kind of thing where, you know, like, when, I mean, now it doesn't really count because, like, uh, in college, <laughs> I'm basically doing all the same type of work, but in high school, like, you know, when you have, like, all different subjects and, like, you're tired of doing, like, so much English, so you take a break and do some yeah. math and, like, your brain sometimes... It's like it's like good to think about life in a different way and like maybe just do math for a little bit and then like going back to English will be easier. Like I feel yeah. like this is this on a big huge like a huger scale. Yeah, scale. because your brain still like works when you're not thinking about things. You know, yeah. like it's still like coming up with things, but it's not maybe that like intense pressure of have to do this, have to think about it. Maybe like it happens more organically while you're sort of off doing something else. Your mm-hmm. your brain is kind of just doing its own thing brains are amazing wow Um, and what else was i gonna say um also imagine having to tread water for that long and like swim that long like the scenes that we've seen of harry and dunkirk so far a lot of them have been him in the water and like full dressed like i just i honestly can't imagine having to tread water for so so long plus like being in the ocean and like being scared of sharks and all that scary stuff yeah and have to act like you have to. You can't. Just, yeah. It's not just you just chilling in the ocean, just trying to tread water. <laughs> like you have to act and like portray emotion. Yeah. To be honest, like at least he wasn't like having to act like happy and like all good because I feel like treading <laughs> water for that long, you'd already be like, "This is the worst thing that's ever happened." Yeah. So and but, he's in good shape too. So like clearly it was a lot. Yeah. Um. But good on him for doing that. Um. He also talked about just how many songs and, like, the songwriting process. I think it was Ed Sheeran. They had a whole bunch of guests call in um, and, like, leave messages. And Ed Sheeran um, called in and asked about, like, his songwriting process and, like, what how many songs he created. And Harry said, I think we wrote about 70 songs. We did 50 songs and ideas in Jamaica, and that's including, like, little ideas. Well, full songs, I'd say there are 30 songs probably. One of the songs on the album I wrote a few years ago. Hmm. Um, so first question is, do we get all of those songs? Like, where are these 70 songs and how do I get them for free? 
I hope his album's at least 70 songs. <laughs> like, I was under the impression that it was going to be at least 70. And it would be, like, rude if it didn't. I mean, you I mean, can't yeah. just tell us there's 70 songs and then not give us all 70. Make it, like, a seven-part album. It could be a new thing. You could change oh. the way music is delivered, Harry. Mm-hmm. This is your chance. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, those are probably going to all disappear into, like... God knows where, and we're not going to get them. I said, like, it would be nice if he just, like, hand-wrote them, even the ones he didn't record. Like, hand-write them and then send us the lyrics or something. Like, make a poetry book out of them. I I would so buy that. A poetry and photography book, because I know that he likes taking pictures and stuff, and he hasn't been posting on Instagram, so where all those pictures go? Oh, my God. That would be so cool. Mm Mm-hmm. Wow. Also, how do you feel about um, one of the songs on the album being written a few years ago? That could be, like, like 2013, 2014. Like, that's, that's a bit ago. I mean, that's crazy. I think that'll be interesting, and I wonder if we'll be able to pick it out of the lineup. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, I'm intrigued. Because clearly he thought it was, like, good enough slash with, like it still, like, emotionally resonated with him enough Mm -hmm. to put it on this album that's going to be coming out in 2017. So, I mean, I'm intrigued. I I wonder if he'll let us know which one it is, because that would be so interesting to try Mm -hmm. to see if it fits more with, like, his earlier styles of writing, um, or if his styles of writing has has been pretty consistent. I mean, obviously, there will be growth, and we've seen growth, um, but it's also... You have multiple variables, variables, given that he's now writing for himself versus One Direction. So you can't necessarily, like, isolate a causation. Um, mm-hmm. But, like, yeah, I feel like that would be such an interesting thing to know which song was the one written so long ago and why, why it still means so much to him, you know? Um, not that that's like a, oh my gosh, how could something two years ago mean something to you today? I feel like you make meaning for songs, but that yeah. means it's probably a pretty important song, which will be cool to hear. Um, <clears throat> what is next? Um, he said, I, for talking about Jamaica, so he went and recorded in Jamaica um, for I think like two months or something. He said, I just want to not be somewhere that I, I just wanted to not be somewhere I'd get distracted. It was 360 of writing. You'd go home for dinner, write at the house, then go back to the studio. I feel, I liked being away from everything and doing it like that. I personally feel like that would be so stressful if you were just writing all the time and like, yeah, like that's, you lived and breathed writing. I mean, I, I suppose you'd get into like the routine of it. Um, but like, I think I would like um, just sort of writing as ideas come to you. Obviously, um, like, that means maybe, like, you just end up not writing because you don't have something pushing you to do the writing. Um, but, like, I just... Do you, do you think you could write under that type of pressure? Uh, no, because I do not work well under that kind of pressure <laughs> at all. And, like, I feel like being in, a, like, a weird not homey place yeah like an unfamiliar place would just be kind of I don't know my brain would just be like so all over the place and also writing is really hard Mm -hmm. so to like know that that's your reality for the next however long um I don't know I mean it's fun but it's also painful and like emotional and I feel like that would be I don't know I mean clearly he seems to have a good time but Mm -hmm. I feel like it'd probably be emotionally draining too and creatively draining yeah and I feel like 
he was living with the people he was writing with, too. And just being around the same people all the time. Just, yeah. like, in general. I don't like being around people that much. So, yeah. <laughs> like, having to be around the people you're working with and eating with and, like, sleeping in the same house with, um, I feel like that could be a lot. Um, mm-hmm. But I'm sure there's also, like, positives of it, <laughs> you know? <laughs> we, yeah, I'm we, sure. We've heard sign of the times, so there's gotta be. Um, um But I wonder, too, if he, like, pulls from his notebook that he has. Like, I know he has um, a notebook that he writes a lot of songs and poetry in. So while it might be, like, actually doing, like, the final writing, it doesn't mean that he doesn't have other content that he's pulling from, you know? Mm -hmm. Which I feel like sometimes I find that easiest, like, when writing poetry is, like, going back to stuff that I've written and then just kind of, like compiling it or finalizing it and that kind of takes off the stress a bit because you already have the basic idea um yeah it's what i always tell myself when i'm like you should do a rough draft it doesn't really matter how good it is if you do a rough draft going back and editing it isn't that bad um for like essays and whatnot but i never do that (laughs) oh i can never write rough drafts man it's like the bane of my existence yeah it's too hard it's like night before get it done pump it out that's how i like to live my life dangerously (laughs) um Um, I don't know what this was. Can we figure out what I meant by wet advert? Is it fun? Hairdo? (laughs) Um, I haven't listened to the, like, the thing. Oh, oh, yes, it must be him talking about it. Okay. (laughs) These, (laughs) the notes got really vague when I was listening to an interview and trying to type. So, like, the questions that we got beforehand, like, that before the interview were released are a lot more thought out than the ones where I was like typing furiously as I listened to the interview. So that's why I can't figure <laughs> these out. But so Nick asked Harry about um, the advertisement that we saw to like announce that Harry was giving music out or releasing a song. Um, and Harry was saying like, I guess he was talking about all the different things that had to come together once the album had finished. We've been talking about Harry being, like, very involved in, like, like all the different parts of the art, like, the advertisement and the photos, and, like, there's a cohesion um, there that is very, like, visible. Um, and Harry said, like, you finish the album, you're like, thank God, and then you're like, oh, God, I have to do everything else. <laughs> um He said, I've never done this before. You have to be across everything. And that's sort of what we were able to tell. Like, um, Harry really does seem like he's so invested in every little part of um, not only the music, but everything that comes around the music. Um, And he's very much in charge of that, which is really cool to see, like, an artist, like, directing um, exactly what they want, I think. Yeah, exactly. Like, coming from, like, One Direction where, um, I mean, like, they had, like, some input um, in the music and stuff, but I feel like with the branding and marketing, I don't think they had too much to yeah. say, like, they, they could say. And, like, mm-hmm. so it's really cool to, like, see exactly how he wants to present himself. Yeah, and, like, he has the, like, the power, the, like... Agency. Agency. I always forget whatever word I'm trying to think of with that sort of feeling, but, like, he has that agency to do it now, you know? And he probably Mm -hmm. wants to do it more so than he would want to do with One Direction. Yeah. Where it's, like, lots of different guys are in this band, and, like, you know, we're touring, so you can't really focus on everything else at the same time. Um, But, like, this really sitting there and planning out what he wants everything to be like... Um, they even said they had meetings on the font. (laughs) And you'll remember last episode, we had a big conversation about the font that Harry chose, Mm -hmm. um, for, like, his, uh, the, 
the sign of the times font and like the April 7th font. Um, and me not so much liking it that much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so it's funny that they brought up the fonts. Um, and Harry was like, you don't realize how particular you are about fonts. No, um, I do realize. <laughs> yeah, I, I realize. Um, and he was like, think a font would come in and he'd be like, well, that's not the right font. Um, and then, he was joking about people writing emails in the color red, and Nick was talking about Comic Sans, and it was just a really, really funny... Kara, you'd very much enjoy this. Oh, God, segment. I can't wait to listen. Oh, my yeah. God, Harry talking about fonts, my dream. <laughs> I know. Harry said he saw an article about the man who invented Comic Sans, like, defending his font, <laughs> and uh, it was very funny. Wow. Um the content I live for. Yep. So knowing that Harry chose the fonts personally, like it, it makes it mean more to me, I suppose. (laughs) I'd like to see what all the letters look like in this font and like capitals versus lowercase. I was trying to freaking find, I mean, I'm sure it was probably like made by hand and it was like made specifically for them because I can't find anywhere. If anyone knows like what font it is or like what font it's similar to, I would like to know because I was looking for it when I was making like the new talk direction icon, Mm -hmm. but I'm glad I went with what I did and not the style, like the Harry Styles font. Yeah, I wish we could contact the font designer. If you're out there, font designer, come be on our show. We Even though we just kind discuss. of dragged you, but like we still <laughs> clearly, it's still good. It's like you you grow to love it. You yeah, know? it's one of those. Yeah. Um, he was also asked about doing weird promo, and I wouldn't put this in there if not for the connection to what we've talked about in the past. <laughs> Talk direction. Um, so if you're related to Harry Styles in any way, feel free to skip forward two minutes and then come back. <laughs> oh my god. Um, but Harry was asked if he would, if he'd ever pee in a sink, um, or if he had peed in a sink. Um, and he said no, he wouldn't, and that's disgusting. <laughs> Okay, so, like, this is, like, a normal thing, because in England, um, in, like, like, uh, like, college dormitories, or Uh I guess, like, university dormitories, like, they have, uh, sinks in your actual room, so I feel like if you just needed to have a wee, if you will, um, As the British say. Yeah, it's just, like, conveniently there. I mean, I'm not saying, I'm not pro or anti-sink pee, but I'm just saying that, like, if you were, you know, I don't know, I just feel like it's there. Yeah. And... I feel like it's not that gross. Usually you don't, like, lick the basin of the the sink, like... I mean, as long as you, like, put some soap on it after... True. (laughs) I, I feel like it would be harder, like... If you had a vagina versus a penis. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. <laughs> you have to really, like, stand over the sink. <laughs> yeah. This this Talk Direction episode has gone off, off the rails for a second here. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's bring it back. Um, yeah, so on Talk Direction, we talked about drinking our own pee. <laughs> oh, that's good. We just took it off again. I forgot that we had to make the connection. Yep. Yeah, so um, there was an episode a couple a couple weeks ago where we were doing, like, a sleepover, and, like, we played a truth or dare game, um, and one of them was, would you drink your own pee to meet One Direction? And um, we both said yes. <laughs> so if you want to hear that, go check out our sleepover episode. I'm so glad that this is the episode that I'm sure a lot of new people are listening to, so. <laughs> Um, I mean, I, th- we're being true to ourselves. We're, yeah. like, living our truth. That so. is so true. This is us, guys. Take it or leave it. This is <laughs> Preferably us. Preferably take it. Yeah. <laughs> um, he was also asked about 
his most asked question, which I feel like has become its own most asked question in and of itself. Um, but he said, asking who you had a crush on, he said it was a lazy, um, a lazy yes. question. Yeah, I just, I feel like that's not even what, like, the kids care about these days. Like, I don't care about that. Like, let me know what his favorite lyric is from Sign of the Times or which yep. one he physically penned because God knows that song was written by, like, five different people. So, like... Please, those are the questions I want. And I hope those are the questions he gets, you know. Yeah, especially because he's being, like, more particular with, like, who he um, gives interviews to. Yeah. So, like, Um, hopefully they'll freaking, like, think behind, like, farther than, like, the basic, like, what to ask in interviews 101 PowerPoint slides. I know. So true. We should definitely do an episode sometime in the future. Maybe when the album comes out, um, like, top 10 questions we would ask Harry Styles if we were interviewing oh, him. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, and then someone who has connections to Harry Styles could um, maybe uh, make that happen. Just kidding. Who? That would who, be beautiful. <laughs> imagine us trying to interview Harry Styles. So, um, Harry Styles, would you drink your own pee to meet? <laughs> Wait, who would he even meet? I was going to say Stevie Nicks, but he's met Stevie Nicks, so whatever. Yeah. To resurrect Freddie Mercury from the dead, to resurrect Bowie from the dead. Okay, if Harry I mean, didn't do that. If he didn't, I'd like leave the room. <laughs> That's just selfish, Harry. I'm getting mad it at really him now is. just thinking about it. Anyway, we really need to move off this topic <laughs> because we said, oh, like a few minutes you can skip ahead, but. Um. <laughs> oh, God damn it. <laughs> oh, well. Okay, um, next topic is his family influence and like how he was influenced, um, by the people that surrounded him growing up. He said, I think it's hard not to have influencers from what you grew up listening to. Um, I had a good range between my mom and dad. My dad listened to Fleetwood, um, the Beatles, Rolling Stones, Pink Floyd, and Queen. My mom was like Nora Jones and Savage Garden. There are a lot of melodies there. Um, not This isn't too much new news because he, Harry's talked about like his uh, musical inspirations before. Yeah. Um, but I, I do think this is, like, a really good combo. I don't know Savage Garden's music. Me neither. No, yeah. I, I think I've heard of them, but... Based on the name, it's, like, Nora Jones and Savage Garden. Yeah. Just like, <laughs> and, like, Anne, wow. I mean, we could okay. be totally wrong, and, like, Savage Garden is, like, some chill, like, music, but... Yeah, some, like, quaint, is... old, like, 80-year-old grandma playing, like, <laughs> leaves in her garden. <laughs> That would be great. Um, but yeah, this seems like a good combo for the album. And I think hearing Sign of the Times, we can definitely hear that influence. Yeah, I just like, I really cannot wait for the entire album and just like listen to this on repeat and just like be so chilled out. Like I, I'm feeling like this will get like listening to um, the entire album will give me the same feeling that I get from like Pink Floyd. Yeah. Um, listening through that album like dark side of the moon like Mm -hmm. all the way through like i just feel like that's the type of vibe that i'm gonna get from this album it's gonna be a journey it's gonna be like a holy (gasps) experience truly a holy like oh my god i know um when he was writing it he said i think everyone reacts differently to types of music i was with the guys who i was writing it with and i just wanted to make an album we just wanted to make an album that we wanted to listen to And that has been the most fun part about making the whole album. Um, So, like, he's finally writing and creating exactly what he wants to listen to. Like, I feel like um, this is, I don't know, this is something that's so important to, like, enjoy the music you're making. And that's not to say he didn't enjoy making One Direction's music, but he was able to tailor this so much to what he wanted to Mm -hmm. listen to. Um, And I think if you're going to make music, you should make it something that you like, you know? 
Yeah, that's like true with any art, and I love when artists say that because, uh, yeah, I just love it. Yeah, and I think that will show, you know, when we hear this, hear the songs. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, that'll be good. And I know he keeps talking about the group of people he wrote with, um, and based on like who wrote Simon the Times, it seems like a lot of dudes. Um, but do you think there could be songs that are written just by Harry? I feel like maybe, yeah. I hope so. Yeah, I hope, <laughs> I hope so too. we get one at least. At least, yeah. I don't know if we will, but maybe on next album. I'm yeah, that's what I was thinking. Forward. Like, this is like the training wheels, and then right. the next album's gonna be like pure, pure Harry. Yeah. Because it is always like, you just really want to know. If you fall in love with like a metaphor or a line or a lyric, you're like, whose brain does this come from? You know? Yes. And it's so much nicer when you know it came from the actual artist that you mm-hmm. love. Um, and Harry's also so proud of himself. I love this quote. He said, in the least weird way possible, it's my favorite album to listen to at the moment. If you, I think if you put something out there that you don't stand behind and really love, then if it doesn't go well, you could regret not doing what you wanted. Whereas if nothing happens, I love it, you know, so I think that's what you should do. I think that's been my favorite part to the overall thing is listening to the album and making all the changes. It has been fun to watch over it all. (laughs) Harry does ramble some. Um. (laughs) As we talk for 12 hours before we even get to the title of this episode. so. That that's very very true, Harry. You're on our level. Thank yeah. you. This is where a we got it from spirit. him. We inherited it from Harry. Yes, from our own son. <laughs> um, I love that. This though, like, I love that he loves listening to his own music. I feel like it reminds me so much of like when you feel like you wrote something really well, and either you want to like share it with other people. Or, like, listen, just, like, say it to yourself sometimes. Like, if I wrote a paper that I'm really proud of or, like, a poem that I'm proud of, like, I'll read it out loud and be like, Caitlin, wow, good job. Yes. Um, the other analogy I had was when you find a pair of jeans that really fits <laughs> fit well and you can't help but dancing, like, in the store changing room. It's oh, just, like, that's the best. You can feel it click and you're like, I have something good right here, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so I'm just really happy about this. Um... What else is my next comment? Um, I think we're going to talk about that later. So, so Harry played his music to his family for the first time. Um, and he said, um, I played the album to them for the first time. And there's one song that's got a vocal effect on it. The whole album was finished. Then my stepdad said, I've got one question. Where did you get that? the duck in the studio and i was like that was me thanks <laughs> my mom Shut liked up. it which was handy honestly robin like robin is harry's stepdad like he just had some great comments oh this, my god throughout this interview um, if you ever want to like come on the show robin oh, you're you welcome to. he drags harry a lot which is beautiful <laughs> i mean honestly i'd be totally fine just talking to robin and Anne. like i'd be so me content. too who needs harry when we got his parents oh my god and i i kind of want like live commentary from them like about that the would album. be so cool like if it was my kid though i'd honestly just be in tears the entire time me too just like a four hour track of me crying yeah i mean and- that's what i'm gonna be like anyway so yeah uh, it's already what i've been like <laughs> Um, but like uh, i mean duck sounds i'm this is just so quirky and weird and it was harry's voice but like mm. the fact that it sounds like a duck just is what very kind intriguing. of duck you know like a mallard what, what like emotion is the duck portraying a duck in flight 
A duck under the water. <laughs> that would stick with, like, the water theme, though, if you just, like, went That's for full-on ducks. A du- I feel like a duck landing on a lake could be nice. Those, like, what if these are all titles? Like, this, like, Duck in Flight <laughs> definitely sounds like something that, like, could be on the album. That's the title of the whole freaking album. <laughs> okay. Harry is the duck in flight. Aren't we all just ducks in flight? <laughs> wow. Revelations all over the place today. Um, so that's exciting to, to think about, <laughs> all the duck sounds. And, like, you can hear, though, from Sign the Times, um, I feel like it's taboo to mention the name <laughs> because we haven't even gotten there. I know! We, <laughs> we talk about it? Do we not talk about it? Like, I mean... <laughs> but, like, hearing Sign of the Times, you can imagine how duck sounds could end up in Harry's album. <laughs> I could, I could actually see that. I, yeah, I feel that. Yeah, it's not too hard to jump. No. Um, so, more from Ed Sheeran when... Uh, he had called in, or not called in, or, like, left a message, and then they were talking about him. Um, Harry said, I played a few songs after the album was finished to Ed Sheeran. Um, he didn't say that he, he didn't like any, but he did like one song that isn't on the album. And then Harry was like, wait, do I actually, like, the album's finished? Do I add this back, the song back in? Because Ed liked it. Um, which, Wait, um, he said he yes. didn't not like any? I know. Harry's very confusing. That was a talk. weird way to word that. Because, like, <laughs> when I first read that, like, I skimmed it. I was like, he, Ed said he didn't like any of the songs Harry just showed him. Yeah. I'm just like, um, okay, Ed Sheeran, please yeah. calm down. <laughs> Can you imagine? Um, I'd be like, my two faves, like, this war is starting between them. How am yeah. I supposed to live? Oh, God. Um, but, yeah, so apparently there's a song Ed liked that is not on the album, and, you know, they were joking about him, like, putting it on an EP, but that was really Nick. Thank God for Nick. Come on. Pressure Harry into making EPs of all the other 70 songs that we don't get, please. EP. EP. Except, yeah. Isn't EP, like, a short one? Whatever. It can be, like, 70 songs long. Who cares? Yeah. Harry, like, just, like, put out the break boundaries. Right. And then six months later, put out, like, the other 70 songs on a cute little EP. <laughs> mm-hmm. Perfect. Um, he- Harry Styles on vinyl. God, I was just thinking about that. Oh my god, it's gonna sound so good. Oh. Wow. We'll have to have a listening party. Yeah. Oh, we are. Wow. Yeah. Uh, I'm so excited. <laughs> when the album comes out. And we get to listen to it in the car while we go, like, drive around. Oh, while we get lost. Oh my god, and, like, go thrift shopping and just, like, be inspired. (laughs) While we get lost, both on the road and in our heads. (laughs) And in our hearts. (laughs) Um, He also talked about Adele um, and SNL. He said, Adele said it was the thing that made her huge um, because it was the most, like, show watched ever. Um, I think the one she was on, so... You know, he's he's trying to break it with SNL. Oh, as he, he, my God. <laughs> he hasn't broken the world yet, apparently. Um, um, yeah, okay. Um, also, yesterday or today is the day that 1D performed on SNL for the first time in 2012. Oh, really? Yeah, wow. so it's, it's so crazy because this is, I feel like, when what started, like, people really getting into them. Or, like, yeah. at least, like, the people that, like, weren't into them initially started yeah. getting into them. Because I got into them, like, really soon after they were on SNL because... Mm-hmm. That's when they popped all over Tumblr, so. Yeah. Man. Full circle here, folks. It honestly is. It's so good. I'm I'm so happy for him, and I'm so glad he's giving us these performances so soon. I know. Jesus. Um, He said that he had also spoken to Adele, and he said, I've spoken with her a little bit. She knows one of the guys I wrote it with a lot. 
but I don't think so much advice, i.e. he didn't get that much advice from her. Um, I like how she does stuff. I think she leads by example. She's the biggest. She's amazing. She's the best, so she should be the biggest. The thing with her is she's a different thing. She's just good at it. I like how she does everything. It Stop. looks very nice. I mean, the, the way this kid talks. <laughs> but he, like, he, like, makes it work somehow. Yeah. <laughs> Seeing it in written form, I'm just like, hello. <laughs> he, when he said it, it sounded better. <laughs> Translating from, like, live speak to, like, um, like, written down quotes is always a weird thing. <laughs> um, but he clearly gets a- across his love for Adele. Um, uh, what do you, what about Adele do you think Harry admires, or, like, do you admire and would want for Harry? Like, about just, like, the way she does things. Cause he says the way she does things, she leads by example. Like, she's mm. good at it. Like, like the way she approaches music like what do you think i'm thinking yeah like i think she has like sort of a perfect balance of being really personal in her songs but also like being really uh private in her like mm-hmm. i don't know because like think about it like she doesn't really do like reveal interviews that mm-hmm. like talk too much about her personal life so she kind of like has it the best of both worlds because like her fans get like like you know personal intimate details through her songs but like she doesn't have to i don't know talk about it in interviews and stuff where it's more like it's like less controlled right yeah i agree and like she her songs are so good and so big um and sometimes you expect that to go along with like knowing every single detail about a person's life but she just seems really normal and like you know, doesn't want all that attention, um, and she, like, makes that work for her, and is able to stay quite private, despite being, like, one of the biggest, um, stars on the planet. Yeah, like, also Beyonce, too. Yeah, yeah, there's definitely people who Harry could, like, look up to in those regards, because he does seem like he's a pretty private person. Yeah. And, like, just because you want to be, like, big artistically doesn't mean that you have to sort of give away these other parts of yourself that you Mm want to hold close. Um, he also said that apparently Adele gave him, for his 21st birthday, he gave him, uh, she gave him her album 21 and <laughs> said, I did some cool stuff when I was 21. Good luck. Oh my God. <laughs> I was like, That's yes, Adele. Iconic. <laughs> it's a wonderful thing. Um, but honestly, like thinking about, I think sometimes it's hard to, especially when like we were in high school when Adele was doing, what, 21 or, like, maybe even middle school? I don't know. Um, but, like, yeah, no, high school, I think. Um, I feel like it's hard to wrap your head around when you're younger what ages are like, like, what 21 is. Sometimes it feels so old, but, like, now we're both 22, um, and it's, like, she did that at 21. That is amazing. I know. Like, how? How is this possible? Um, and just, like, giving it to Harry and being, like, passing the torch and being, like, let's see what you can do. I mean, Harry's not 21, but it's still in that quite young age range where you just don't necessarily expect them to do, to be able to, because it's so uncomprehensible. Like, how do you do this at such a young age? Like, I don't know. How do know. you do that? I like, don't know. Zac Efron was in High School Musical when he was 17. <laughs> the most iconic <laughs> musical of our time. It is. <laughs> Um, but, like, do you think Harry's album could have the impact that Adele's 21 did? I mean, yeah. (laughs) You're asking the wrong person if you're looking for an unbiased answer, but I guess, um, you're, like, we're both absolutely the wrong person to ask, but, (laughs) um, yes. 
Yes, we're, we're going to talk about it. <laughs> um, Rita Ora also called in um, and asked which superhero Harry would be. Nick sort of answered for him and said, I see you as Catwoman. Um, oh my god, so stop. Nick knows what's up. <laughs> I would wow. love Harry in a Catwoman suit. Oh my god. Harry, this Halloween. Oh, yes. I mean, he did the Miley. Like, he did yeah. that spandex. Okay, now I want a full bodysuit spandex, mm-hmm. please. Um. Anne also called in. God, Anne is a wonderful woman. Oh my god. Um, she said, Hi Harry, I know you are involved in every aspect of your music, from the writing to producing to the mixing and the mastering. Is there any part you enjoy as much as recording and performing as you have a very eclectic, and also as you have a very eclectic taste in music that you listen to, what would you say has inspired the music for your first release? Um, thanks, Anne, for asking, like, the important questions. Honestly, oh can you do every interview from here on out? For real. Her and James Corden and Ugh, Nick. That would be so nice. Yeah. Wow. Um, and also Harry was teasing his mom's voice, so definitely go listen to the actual interview. And, like, oh my they God. were joking around about his mom sounding posh, and I was just like, oh, this is so relatable. Like, Harry, I- that is your mother. Please be respectful. <laughs> that is Anne. She's a goddamn queen, okay? Bow down yeah. like the rest of us. <laughs> Um, but I just, it's so nice to see regular familial sort of, like, relationships. I'm like, oh my god, I get this. I understand this, you know? I, too, have a mother. I, too, was born. (laughs) Yeah, because sometimes you're like, wow, I can't relate to wearing an $8,000 jacket. I can't relate to, like, floating above the ocean dangling from a helicopter. (laughs) Like, those are things that I cannot comprehend. Mm. But having a mom is one that I can. (laughs) So, I love those little snippets we get. Um, in response to Anne's question, he said, I like the writing part the most and what inspired this album. And then that was when he went on to talk about like the influences he had growing up. Um, and then he was, uh, he also said that when they were writing the music, they tried to write it as a fan's perspective, sort of like a fan of music and like writing what they loved, which again, we sort of Hmm. said, but I, I like the way he said that talking about it as like from a fan's perspective because i think like musicians are not just musicians they're they're people who love music just like the True. rest of us you know like when i hear like you know selena gomez says like she's listening to so and so song and i'm like i too was listening to this song <laughs> like we're on the same level now <laughs> you know um but i i liked what he said there um what else do i have um I, oh, he he said he really liked his mom. Important news there. Um, wow. And apparently his mom's friend, Louise, makes good parsnips. So, you know, these are all important snippets to Harry Styles' world. Honestly, I just want more Anne content. Like, I want yeah. to know more about her friendship circle. Like, tell me more about these parsnips. <laughs> I don't know what that is. Tell me more. Like, what's her favorite type of tea? How does she take it? What's her morning routine? What's her skincare routine? Can we just have a podcast called, like, Talk and Twist? Honestly? Talk Twist. (laughs) Talk Twist? That's so much better. This is why you named the podcast. (laughs) 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 Oh, man. That, That would be a dream. Um, True. Ronnie, Ronnie Wood also wrote in. Uh, Oh, cute. Wow. I know. Um, and 
Um, Nick was asking where he knows Ronnie from, and he said, I love Ronnie Wood. I met him at a dinner thing. I went to a couple of Stones shows. He's the nicest. And then, like, all the people on Tumblr are like, okay, don't lie. There was that video of you grinding up on Ronnie Wood on that X Factor <laughs> performance. <laughs> like, calling Harry out there. <laughs> yeah, why didn't he talk about performing with him? That's weird. I don't know. Maybe he, like, blacked out. Like, emotionally yeah, blacked that's out. That's what from I'm that. thinking. Yeah. I would, that's for sure. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Um, apparently Ronnie Wood, like, knows this cabbie, like, in London, like, a cabbie driver, like, a taxi driver. Yeah. Who, like, they just somehow became friends with and, like, exchanged numbers one time. Uh And, like, he texts this cabbie every day with a new joke. And somehow Nick Grimshaw is also in on the group chat. So they get, like, these jokes, like, every day from Ronnie Wood. I I don't know how that's real life, but that sounds like a pretty good life to be That literally sounds like Harry at age 60. I know, but Harry was asked if he wanted to join the freaking group chat, and he said no. Um, Harry. Since when you turned down a group chat with Ronnie Wood, a cabbie driver, and Nick Grimshaw? Harry. Ugh. Maybe he just doesn't have a phone anymore. He just, like, kind of, like, looks at a seashell and, like, holds it up against his mouth and, like, whispers into it. That's and hope probably, he yeah. makes Hopefully it makes it to his destination. Yeah. He's embarrassed that his seashell phone isn't, you know, up to, <laughs> <laughs> up to group, group chat standards yet. Yeah. He hasn't gotten there yet. <laughs> no. Um, <clears throat> uh, what is this next one? Would you just go for Harry? Oh, the name. So this was Nick asking, like, would you change, why did you decide Harry Styles? Like, would you just, like, leave it just like Adele does, um, Harry? Like, was that ever an option? And Harry was like, no, I think that would be weird. I was um, just thinking about how know glad. your name. What? Yeah. I mean, I was just thinking about, like, how I'm so glad that Harry went with, like, Harry Styles and didn't, yeah. like, try to shorten it to, like, H or something. Because I was oh, like, God. I feel like he could have. But I'm glad he didn't because Harry Styles yeah. is just such a perfect name. It just it like is. it looks. Styles it, is an amazing last name to have, and it looks so aesthetically pleasing. Just like because they're mm-hmm. both like the same mm-hmm. length, and just like something about the name. I mean, like maybe I'm bi- I, I am biased, but like it's just like aesthetically so pleasing, like written out, and I just yeah. like I'm glad he kept it to, for what it is. Yeah. I agree. But also, like, the the shade at Zane, though, for changing it to Zane. I feel like, though, for Zane, his name is very It makes distinct. sense. Yeah. Because yeah. it's, like, Beyonce can do it, Adele can do it, but Harry, there's so many gosh dang Harrys. Yeah, yeah but it was very much like, do you realize what you're saying? Oh, my God. <laughs> but I don't think he was thinking that. I don't yeah, think he was not. aware of it, but it was just, it's funny. <laughs> um... Oh, there was this really cute story, too. Nick and Harry were out the other day. Or, like, they ran into each other. Like, Nick freaking runs into Harry Styles, like, just out in London, and I've never run into Harry. Like, <laughs> um, I don't understand that. Um, But they, like, ran into each other out of the blue. Yeah, okay. And then they were talking, and some woman came up to them, and Nick was like, oh, gosh, someone getting another photo. And the woman asked if she could just have a hug from Harry. And uh, just the way they talked about it was a beautiful thing. Um, and I was like, that's what I would do too, I yeah. think. Like, would you rather have a photo or a hug? I think a hug. Even though, yeah. like, it, it would, like, it's kind of that thing where, like, when you're in a concert and you're just trying to live in the moment, yeah. um, and so you don't record anything, but then, like, later on you're, like, kind of, like, kicking yourself because you're like, yeah. I only have my memories and memory is fleeting and I'm right. already forgetting everything. But also, like, you can experience it and you I just, know. I just, like... I feel like Harry would appreciate that, you know? Yeah. Just, like, living in the moment. Yeah. Oh, that's all what Time of the Time is about. It's actually based on this hug that he had with this woman. Oh, my <laughs> He's God. inspired by it. <laughs> oh, man. It was just if you've really ever hugged story. Harry Styles, please write in and tell us a detailed account of it. 
I just, I just, sometimes, like, I just picture that, hugging Harry Styles. Like, I just, that's, uh, that would just you be a You just give us good, such a good hug. And I'm such I a know. bad hugger that I'd love to learn from a master. He should teach a master class on hugging. Oh my god, yes. I would sign up. <laughs> Me too. Um, and then Harry giving birth is the next uh, title. Uh, I love it. <laughs> he said, it's been, a we- it's been a bit weird. I feel like I've been hibernating for so long now. And you hear it in the safety of the studio. And now it's time to give birth. It's the song I'm most proud of. Um, his of choice of words. he would use that metaphor. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I did text you recently about Harry giving birth to a cow. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm here to support this labor, Harry. Like, I'm here to hold your hand and like birth your album. And what just, kind of birth was it? Natural birth? Harry would totally go for like some zen, like, like in the jungle, birth. like that video we once watched. <laughs> yeah, like, 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 I think it was her backyard, but like, she gave what birth in a river. It looked like it was like in a jungle somewhere. <laughs> and it was like it an was. Airbnb. <laughs> like, <laughs> Literally, like, the kid was, like, birthed into, like, a river with stones. and You know what I realized? Also, I think her, like, kids were, like, naked, like, swimming around her. So I think also another hairy, very hairy moment. But I think that, like, that's, we watched that video, like, when you came to visit me the day before we went to the, like, the not the Harry Styles concert, I wish, the One Direction concert. So I feel like Harry would be really proud of us that we pre-gamed a One Direction concert (laughs) with some videos (laughs) of live birth. If anyone's wondering, you can just look up, like, live birth on YouTube, and the whole thing just comes up. (laughs) Tell Um, us what what your thoughts are. (laughs) Like, the other day, I was just trying to watch a nice documentary about puppies called Precious Puppies on Netflix with my friend Rachel, (laughs) and... Um, all of a sudden, we were zoomed up into a, um, Golden Retriever's mom's vagina, and a, um, newborn puppy just popped out, and I was trying to pause, but I couldn't pause, and my computer's so slow that I didn't, I didn't have time, like, it didn't react in time, so, um, I accidentally saw a dog give birth, and it was really traumatizing. The fact uh, that we've said vagina twice on the show today. I think Harry would be separate proud. concepts. I mean, context. Um, I love watching births though. It's so interesting to search all how all different animals give birth and like watch uh, it happen. Cause sometimes you're like, how does a giraffe give birth? And then you can find the YouTube video. Literally, if you're into that sort of thing, like go watch all the different animals. Give I guess birth. we all have our own interests. Like I <laughs> watch a lot of cult documentaries and like listen to murder, not listen to murder, listen to <laughs> stories about murder. Yeah. Um, I definitely couldn't do that, but give me so. a, give me a vagina of a cow and I'll watch a baby come out of it <laughs> oh my i've seen a live um placenta not a live placenta. i've seen a like a cow's placenta before in, in person life? yeah oh, interesting oh at um, the farm yeah at the farm yeah should we get back on to harry <laughs> um i mean i'm having a good time chatting about placentas um but yeah let's go <laughs> um so we also talked about dating um, and he said, I haven't dated in a long time, really, because I wanted, I went away to do the movie and then did the album, so I haven't in a while. Um, I have a couple candles left still. <laughs> um, so the candle thing, which came out of context at first, because it was part of, like, the stuff that got released early before the interview, um, but he was talking about, um, one time someone, like, told him they had connections to buy candles, so they, 
he was like, okay, cool, I'll have candles. And the guy brought him a whole bunch of candles and handed him the bill. And he was like, you said you had a connection for candles. I didn't think I'd be, like, paying for all the candles. And apparently it was, like, a couple hundred dollars worth of candles. Um, But so that was that reference there. Weird. Um, yes. What's a connection I, to buy candles, Harry? Like, you're not buying drugs, dude. You can go to the store, buy them I offline. Know. Like, <laughs> I know. I wonder at stage in his wealth he was. That's <laughs> when true. When someone brings you hundreds of dollars worth of candles that you have to pay for, I would be like, um, no, thank you, please. I can't even afford one wick. <laughs> um, like why were they like really high-end candles like I don't give me know. some more details about what are, these. like diptyque is that one of those fancy brands? yeah those are so fancy yeah um but i can't imagine also just dating while i mean i can't imagine dating while <laughs> in school or having any other part of your life but just dating while you're doing a music vi- uh, not a music video a music nope a video a movie that's the one <laughs> um, and like an album and like being in jamaica um, but, like, That's I was glad much. that, like, this was all, all they asked about that, because I feel like Harry's more private about that type of stuff. Yeah, I might as well. Um, and then he was talking about, like, whether or not he Googles people before he dates them, and saying that, like, that he used to, but then he doesn't anymore, though he feels like with social media now, you pretty much can look up anyone, not just, like, famous people. Yeah. Um, but I feel like it's so weird to have the ability to watch, like, potential partners, like online and watch interviews with them yeah get that's to know weird. who they are that's really freaking weird because like i know um like with me and my friends like stalking other people's like love interests mm-hmm. like you can there's already so much on the internet with like non-famous people but like to have like twelve thousand million gigabytes of content <laughs> i just i can't imagine without even like ever meeting them in person first yeah i don't know it just seems so weird but i guess also too like that's what youtube is kind of like like when um like youtubers they like know each other through vlogs and then they become friends I yeah mean, obviously true. different with like someone that you're gonna date um but I, I mean people meet on youtube too um but it is it's a very weird concept well just like how with this podcast like people know us really well but true. we don't necessarily know them as well Mm -hmm. Um, So come hang out on Twitter at talk underscore direction so we can get to know you. Nice. Uh, Not not that I meant that plug, but honestly, like, we love hanging out with you guys online. Yeah. And we have so much to talk about, guys. I know. And all your opinions are important, and we're going to be including them on the subsequent episodes. There's just (laughs) so freaking much to talk about. Um, And he was also asked what his best and worst qualities are as as a dating person or whatever. He didn't give any best qualities. Oh, actually, he did. Uh, okay. Well, he said, I think I snore, and also I quite like routine, so I don't know if I'm incredibly spontaneous. Um, also, since when is liking routine, like, a negative? I feel like being spontaneous is one of those things that, like, is sort of like, oh, I like people who are spontaneous. Um, but, like, lots of people like different things. And I feel like Harry, too, is often portrayed as someone who's sort of, like, flaky and drifts from one thing to the next. So I think it's just, like, a bit of a reality check to be like, we actually don't know who Harry is. And, like, he likes routine. And that's awesome because I I like routine. I love it. He's surprising me, Harry. Yeah. Harry's, like, a homebody. Like, it's beautiful. But also, Harry, you were strung up, um... On an airplane, no, a helicopter above the ocean. So, like, give yourself some credit. You're a little spontaneous, buddy. Like, that's pretty cool. That is really cool. I, I, yeah, I don't don't know what level of spontaneous he's talking about, but 
you know. Um, the the positive thing he said about himself was his four nipples, um, and that was in reference mm. to earlier earlier nipple talk they had. Um, oh my god, that's another nice um, you know uh, alternative title for talk direction. <laughs> nipple talk. Yeah. I mean, with the way this episode's going, <laughs> um, he said, "Still got them. Managed to keep them. Maybe I just hide them in the limited edition albums, like golden tickets." <laughs> Managed to keep them? <laughs> what does that mean? I don't know. Was try- someone trying to, like, sell them into the black market? Perhaps. Nick was describing them popping up in the albums as, like, crusty little brown flaky things. Oh, my God. That is so a description that you would say, too. <laughs> I know. <laughs> oh, that's so gross. Um, but, um... And then they were talking about a nipple club and like a monthly newsletter. It was it was a good banter. There oh my god, I cannot wait to listen on. to this. Yeah, it's it's quality interview. What if Harry got all four of his nipples pierced? <laughs> oh my gosh, I'd be into it. That happened. That Just like a tiny, amazing. two little tiny nipple rings on, or little <laughs> tiny nipple studs. I don't know what they're called on oh. his little baby nipples. <laughs> wow. Oh god. There's too many good thoughts. (laughs) Um, He also talked about going grocery shopping. This is why I love these interviews. It's just like the most random things. Um, He said, I went two days ago. I got spinach, eggs, OJ, milk, turkey, and some Brussels sprouts. Oh, and some cream eggs. I go to the store now and pick up all of these things. (laughs) Oh my god. I just, these are hard-hitting questions, Nick. I love these. I, this is the, this is absolutely what I thrive for. Like, I I love Brussels sprouts and knowing that Harry loves them too. Like, let's have a nice little Brussels sprout roast, dude. Like, how do you cook them? I have never really had Brussels sprouts. What the heck? They're so good. He did talk about how he cooks them. I I (gasps) kind of zoned out a bit. Something about onions and something. Oh my God. (laughs) Oh my God. Harry, have have a a cooking show. (sighs) Yeah, we'll have a vlog episode cooking with Harry and like, try to go off based on the description we got we'll, we'll get these ingredients and try to make something out of them oh it's like a, a hairy version of chopped <laughs> yeah <laughs> Ew, that um, kind of, sounds kind of gross harry styled version of chopped <laughs> oh hairy version <laughs> um he was also asked about obama which we all know is real um which the is realest the ship ship name I... for obama and harry yeah i just want to clarify <laughs> realest ship i've ever heard oh yeah um, they were joking about having their first date in Obama's helicopter, so... Oh, my God. I mean, if you're a Ho- Obama stan, literally, this this go listen, please. And we're definitely stans of Obama. Oh, and also, yeah. what if it was um, <laughs> Obama's helicopter that was holding Harry up oh for his God. music video? And, like, it that's was, like... That's where a, Obama's been! Yeah, dude, that's exactly where he's been. And, like, helping with Sound of the Times and all the promo and, like... Obama. Obama has never like flown a helicopter with his own two hands, but um, so like Harry, like he was kind of nervous to do it and like you know have Harry dangling, but like uh, Harry trusted Obama to do it, and he was, he was like, the you only know what, Barack? Yeah, you're the only one I trust with this. Just know that if you like screw up, I'm dead in the water, but I trust you enough, and mm-hmm. that's you know that's a beautiful bond, I'd say. It is, man. I love Obama. Me too. It's so pure. They're amazing. Um, Harry also talked about home and, like, going home after fame, like, after becoming famous. He said, the first time I went home not wearing trainers, I was in a pair of boots. Someone said, what the bloody hell are they? Um, <laughs> I love his family dragging him. It's it's really good. Um, also, every time Harry, like, imitates some other voice, it doesn't even sound like his voice. I thought it was Nick at first, and then I slowly realized it was Harry, like 
doing, because there's a couple times they're talking over each other, doing, like, imitating voices. It really did not sound like his voice to me. Oh, You're wow. going to have to listen, because I was very confused. God, I um, can't wait for all this content to be in my earlobes. I know. <laughs> in your earlobes. Ear <laughs> <laughs> um, he also said it's easier, like, separating work and home. I like to separate stuff from working and being at home with my family. Uh, When you separate, it's easier to see what it is. When you let it become everything and that's your whole life, then it's easy to get a bit lost in it. I'm lucky I have amazing friends and family. My family's amazing, so I think they make it easier to keep the separation between the two, which which makes it easier for me. Um, I feel like these are words he's actually said before, um, but he's got that wording down pat, Mm -hmm. I suppose. Um, which makes sense. I feel like a lot of people say that they have their family and their friends to keep them grounded. Mm-hmm. Um, and then on not tweeting a lot and being an evasive little pixie, he said, I don't like saying things, saying something for the sake of it. Hmm. Um, but also we've heard him tweet a lot of random stuff in the past. I suppose not so recently, but, you know. Um, although I do appreciate him th- saying things for the sake of it. So, Harry, I know. honestly. Harry, isn't saying something for the sake of it the entire, like, description of life, mm. if you think about it? I think so. I mean, we say a heck of a lot of things for the sake of it on this podcast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, they also played a ton of songs um, during the interview that Harry supposedly picked out. Um, oh, yes. And I wanted to read the list. Again, I tried to put it in there, but I was not saving, so I have it somewhere else. Ah, what is it doing? Okay, so he played Touch by Little Mix, Passion Fruit by Drake, nice. Sweetest, Sweetest Devotion by Adele, which he said was his favorite song off her last album. Um, You're in Love with a Psycho by Casabian. He played Chocolate by the 1975. Issues by Julia Michaels. Here Comes the Sun by The Beatles. Fade by Kanye West. I Got You by Duke Dumont. Shape of You by Ed Sheeran, Starving by Haley Steinfeld featuring Zed, and What Kind of Man by Florence and the Machine. Nice. Um, so those were all top picks. I really liked Here Comes the Sun. I just, that's one of my favorite songs. So. Mm-hmm. And so that's exactly excited. what's happening. Like, Harry is coming is. to us, and the sun is coming to us. Oh, that's so true. One and the same. Yep. Um, he also talked about... Um, another man, and they were joking about Nick. Nick, I loved Nick at this part. Mm. He was really just, like, making fun of Harry. He's like, so you were wearing a dog collar. Is this the new staple? For another man. (laughs) Yeah. And Harry was was like, I love an accessory as much as the next person, but I don't know if it's a wardrobe staple. Um, And then he said, I've got one in my bag. Oh, my Um, God. So that was good. Um, honestly, like, I would love to ha- Harry to wear those choker necklaces again. Oh, yeah, or just, like, so a, cool. like, a, like, a velvet choker. Like, it doesn't even mm. have to be, like, a giant dog collar. Just, like, yeah. a nice choker. I think that it would look so good on him. Oh, I know. And the nail polish. Bring that back, please. Yes, please. Um, like, it's like another man when he went to the release of it. When he was, mm-hmm. like, all in black with the black nail polish. <sighs> like, that look could have even been amped up with a choker. Oh, my God. Um, and then finally talking about One Direction, he didn't talk about it with Nick, but some of the other interviews that have been coming out, um, he said, I spoke to, about fatherhood and Liam having his baby, because that's a thing that happened. <laughs> um, I spoke to Liam and he's loving it. He said it's going really well and everyone's great, so I'm very happy for him. And then on the chance of becoming godfather to Liam's little baby... He said, I think it's a roll of the dice. There are a lot of people Liam has in mind. I'm not going to add any extra pressure. If it came my way, I'd be honored. Oh, wow. 
Harry is lovely. Um, he also said that he didn't play any of the songs for the boys um, at all, so none of them heard his music before, I mean, at all, I guess. I wonder if he'll play some before the album's released. Mm. I don't know, though, you know. Mm. I feel like it's, like, his secret project that he's birthing, but also, like, these were his friends for so long, or are yeah. his friends, so. I feel like that might be a bit weird to be like, this is, like, the new stuff that I'm doing. Like, I don't know, I, I could mm-hmm. feel some sort of awkward way, even if, like, you guys were best friends for, like, so long. Yeah, but I, I think, like, you might, like, just want them to feel included, you That's know? true. I don't know. If I was going to put out an album, I'd share it with you. Oh, wow, but thanks. I know. <laughs> In this future, this alternate future where I can actually sing. Um, but it's it's come to the time now. It's come, guys. Yeah, We've it's the end of the episode. Through. Bye. <laughs> That's it. Hope you like Sign of the Times. It was good. That's all we have to say. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, so after all this news, it's finally on to the discussion of Sign of the Times. I can't believe we've talked this much and for this long without actually talking about the song. Like, Why wow. are you surprised? I, I'm not surprised, but, but wow. It's, oh, it's always kind of shocking how much we it can is. talk. <laughs> Cal placentas, peeing and sings. Just, there's important content to talk about. Of course, yeah. Um, but this is probably the most important. Um, and hey, I have a lot of tweets from people who've been talking about it, so I'm going to read those first. Um, Harry tweeted... God, he actually tweeted. He said, thanks for having me. Love you, H. I think that was sort of in in reference to, like, the interview that he did with Nick. Um, But perhaps he'll tweet again later today more in reference to the song. Um, Gemma, of course, Harry's sister, wrote, just stop your crying. I'm exploding with pride. I want to listen to all of this, but I have to get in the shower and catch a flight. Ah! I can't imagine having to catch a flight on the day of your brother's song release. I would be so stressed. I know. Um, Anne said, alarm set, dot, dot, dot. The tension in the house is mounting. Yay, smashed it, babe, with a picture of his album. Uh, Ben Winston said, the anticipation for Harry Styles is real. Um, James Corden said, um, he quoted, I hope you're wearing your best clothes, and then X, i.e., like a kiss. Um, He also said on repeat with a picture of Harry's song. Um, and then, I mean, since, has has anyone else's tweets come in? Louise or Zane's, do you know? No, I haven't seen anything. Um, so just Niall and Liam have tweeted so far. Niall said, love it, H. And Liam said, at Harry Styles, proud of you, H. Glad you're getting to do your own thing with the music notes emoji. Um, oh, angels. <laughs> so they're all coming to support him in this time. It's wonderful. Um, I hope Louie tweets. <clears throat> I wonder if Zayn will tweet. Probably not. Did Harry ever tweet Zayn about his music? Uh, I think only Liam did, to be honest. Yeah. Weird. But I, I'm, I'm glad we've got two out of the three possible tweeters so far. We'll see. Yeah. Because didn't... Harry tweeted... Did Harry... Oh, Harry tweeted... No, Louis tweeted on Harry's birthday. That's what it was. Because um, I know there was four of them tweeting. That's the last time they all tweeted each other. Um, but hopefully Louis will tweet as well. <clears throat> but also, um, for this town, they all tweeted. Oh, yeah. But that was that was earlier. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but they all tweeted oh, yeah, Niall. Right. So hopefully it happens again for Harold. He deserves mm-hmm. it. Um, and also we just like to know that they're loving each other. Um, 
<clears throat> OT4 for life. Yes. Um. Oh, and other people are recognizing Harry's greatness. Oh, that was that was another thing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so uh, over eighty four thousand copies, I think, have been sold in the U.S. right now, and like over thirty thousand in the U.K. My numbers are probably all off, and they keep changing. Um, yeah, I honestly, last time I saw, which was a few hours ago, it was like one hundred twenty three thousand in the U.S. Wow. Alone. Oh my gosh. That's crazy. And yeah, it's doing really well. He's number one in like over 80 countries, um, which is crazy. And get this, he beat Adele's record for the fastest song to go to number one in the USA. Um, Oh my God. I know. Hers, it took 50 minutes. Um, His took 19 minutes. So. And it was in the middle of the gosh dang night. I know. Like it was at the most inconvenient time possible. And yet this happened. Like, Wow. 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 That, imagine if it came out at a convenience time. <laughs> really, truly. So it's just, this is going to like go so fast. It's just going to go so fast. Like I just, everyone wants to hear what Harry has to say and not only fans, but everyone else in the universe. So <laughs> this is really wonderful. And I can't wait to get more like breaking stats like this. Like the fact that he beat Adele. Adele is huge. Yeah. It's just crazy. That's nuts. Yeah. Like, I wonder how his SNL thing is going to go. I know. Especially because that's the first episode that, like, people watch live all across the U.S. So there's just oh going to be God. so many people watching at the same time. Yes. It's going to be great. Um, so Sign of the Times was written by Tyler Johnson, Alex Salibian, Ryan Nassi, Mitch Rowland, Jeff Basker and Harry Styles, of course. Um, we'll probably break down who these people are at some point. Usually we do that for songwriters, but there's just so much content to talk about. Yeah. Um, so let's just, I guess, let's walk, walk ourselves through, like, the leading up to the first listen of the song and, like, our okay. reaction to it and, like, set the scene for that. So I guess okay. I'll go pr- first because... Yeah, go first, um, yeah. Time-wise, I listened first. So, yeah. I mean... Also really stressful that, like, we didn't really have the clearest idea when this song was going to come out. Like, mm-hmm. leading up to it, we got so many different times that were appearing, like, 8.30 p.m. for me. I was so set on that time. I like, know. I was so shaken when I freaking, that was, like, torn away from me. Right. And, like, initially you would think 12 a.m. Like, usually they are, even for British, it's usually, like, 12 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, because then it's, like, 5 a.m. in the U.K., 12 here, like, 9 on the West Coast of the U.S. So, like, but, so, 8.30 p.m. Thursday was a really odd time. But then we hear, like, it's going to be 3 a.m. for us. So there's just, like, a lot of confusion. And even, even, like, as it was leading up to, like, that night, even at, like, like, 11 p.m., I was like, what if it comes out at midnight? Like, we know he's releasing Mm -hmm. it on radio at 8 a.m., but, like, you know, does that mean that's, like, really the first time? And, I mean, I was pretty sure at that point, but, like, you never know. You never know when things are going to pop up on iTunes. Um, So I was, like, freaking tired. Like, I had stayed up pretty late the night before, and then I knew I had to make it to 3 a.m. And then I had to also, like, listen to an entire interview and keep planning the show and do, like, a lyrical analysis and all that type of stuff. And I was just like, oh, my God, there's so much right now. There's so much that I need to do, and it's really late. Um, and then it was weird because I, like, was counting down. And, like, it's weird how fast time starts to move, like, in those last three hours where it's, like, dragging. But also you're like, oh, my God, two more hours. Oh, my God, we're at wow. one hour. And, like, the countdown of one hour, like, 
it's just, it feels like at New Year's when, like, time sort of, like, flies after, like, yeah. like New Year's hits and you're like, how has it been already an hour? Um, and then yeah. it was, like, 10 minutes. And then and then it hit 3 a.m. and it came out on iTunes and I saw it and was just like, now it's my turn to make this decision to listen. Oh like, I actually have to press the button. And I sat there for a couple minutes going just like, like, this is going to happen. Like, you know, oh you God. have to decide when to press it. It's so weird because it's not just going to, like, pop up in your ears. Like, you have to make that decision. Um, and I bought the song. I actually paid for it. Like, I was like, let me support my boy. Because, um, mm-hmm. I mean, I have Apple Music. So I wouldn't download it illegally, but I can get it off Apple Music. Um, but I wanted to just purchase it in the iTunes store. Um, and I just, I was just like, okay, this is gonna happen. Um, and I pressed play and just like my entire, I was listening in headphones sitting on my bed. It's like three in the morning. Everyone else in my house is asleep. And just like my entire face was so happy. Like it lit up. I took some pictures of myself, like just like overwhelmed. Um, I got a Snapchat, yeah, it was like, this is the person before listening to Santa Times, this is the person after listening to Santa Times. Yeah, I was like... It was good, I loved it. I was, and I was literally shaking, like, I couldn't... Yes. It, it did really remind me, throwback to, like, when we saw Twilight for the first time and Ed, Edward Cullen was coming on the screen, <laughs> and we were, like, hyperventilating, but, like, that's what it was like, but, like, this is Harry Styles, not Edward Cullen. Like, I was shaking, I was like oh my god, this is happening, like, I'm listening, like, I don't know how to control myself right now, um, and just, like, uh, it was just so good, and I was so happy and so relieved and, like, so in awe, um, all just the good emotions, and then I continued to listen, and then I had to listen to the interview, but I also wanted to keep listening to the song on repeat, um, and there was just a lot of things happening, um, that's sort of, like, my initial, like, experience listening. So, what was yours, Kara? Um, so, I made the choice to not stay up till 3 a.m. Mm-hmm. Just because I truly cannot function on <laughs> little sleep. And I got, like, seven hours of sleep and I'm still, like, exhausted. Wow, um, I like, feel so probably, like, badly for you. I know, but I, like, literally can't. I, like, oh, I know. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, it, it's just not possible um, to live. So, I'm just, like, I have to, I'm going to, like, I'm going to need to record. I don't want to be, like, less than peppy for talking about harry styles first song like there's just no way um so yeah i went to sleep um and i mean i was so excited i literally felt like a kid on christmas eve like i'm sure that like a lot of people felt the same way Mm -hmm. um if they like didn't stay up and so um i set my alarm for 7 30 because i was supposed to wake up and do a paper which um i didn't end up (laughs) doing um but yeah because i mean i woke up and I, i was like half asleep um and I think it was, like, kind of probably in the middle of the night, so then I went back to sleep, and then I heard my alarm, and I was, like, I jolted out of bed. I was, like, yes, I'm awake. Harry Styles time. And um, it was, you know, really early, but I was, like, bolted awake, and I first looked on, um, I guess, like, his Twitter to see if he, like, posted a link to a video or something, Mm -hmm. because I was, like, oh, I want to watch the video first, Mm -hmm. I guess. But it wasn't there, so I went on Spotify, and it wasn't there at the time. And then, so I was, like, okay, I'm going to buy, you know, the, like, like dollar 29 cent song Mm -hmm. whatever um gotta get that like boy up the charts um and i had the most difficult time purchasing this song and i'm not gonna like it felt like it took 12 years 
um, because I kept on for- apparently forgetting my like uh, Apple password because oh, no. they make I don't know they they just make it so confusing and stupid. Yeah. So I had to like reset my password and then it wasn't working and then God, I had to, the like, worst put in my time card to have information. to reset your password. Literally the worst. Wow. And then it was like, oh, you have to like use a different like password. Oh like God. it has to be like, completely different. Like all this stuff. And it like probably was more, no more than like five or seven minutes, but it felt like an eternity. Yeah. And my hands were shaking. And then finally it downloaded. And I was just like, oh, oh my God. And then my, com- my phone and my computer have both been like really weird lately mm-hmm. about like playing, like stopping and starting songs and just like playing random songs. Mm-hmm. So I thought I was pressing this like to play the song, but it, Instead, it, like, started playing Adele, and I was just like, this is kind of familiar, then I realized it was freaking Adele, so then I had to go and listen, and, like, I feel like I want (laughs) to, this is stupid, but I feel like I really want to get, like, really high-quality, um, like, headphones Mm -hmm. to, like, listen to this song, because I feel like my stupid Apple headphones are not doing it the service that it needs to be done. Also, I definitely need to listen to it out loud and not just in my headphones. Yeah, I I haven't haven't listened to to it out loud either. Yeah, I need, like, a good sound system. Like, I'll borrow my roommate's speakers and just, like, blast it. Because I think that's, like, how the song needs to be listened to. But anyway, my first listen. (laughs) um, I was just, like, I don't know. Those, like, five minutes felt like such a long time. And I felt like every single, like, new thing that came up in the song, like, every new, like, thing that he, like, trick that he did with his voice or, like, different instrument, I was just, like on a wild space ride mm-hmm. and Harry was leading me and guiding me through it. Yeah. And I just felt like I was like s- floating through the stars and I was just like, honestly, I can't believe that I get to listen to an entire song of Harry's voice and like it all automatically has like such a classic feel to it. And like, wow. Yeah. I just like hearing his voice, those first notes and being like, Oh my God, this is my kid. Like, this is my son. Like, it's I his can't voice. believe it's Harry's voice. We've been deprived of it for so long, and now yeah. we're hearing this song, and we're hearing exactly what Harry wants us to hear, and like this is him. And we were so nervous beforehand, like mm-hmm. we wouldn't like it, and like we were like we had a dramatic. If you want to hear us be dramatic, listen to last episode because we were like, or just hear us talk anytime. But yeah, yeah, we just were, we're just like what if we hate it? What if we have to pretend we like it for the show? Like, all these <laughs> things were going through our head. And thank, like, Harry pulled through. Of course he pulled through. He was I mean, always going to pull through. But we were just having yeah. those, like, that anxiety before because we just didn't know. It's like a wedding when you get cold feet and you're just, like, really right. panicked. And you're just like, oh, I don't want to be married. <laughs> just kidding. Right. Um, and just, oh, so, so amazing. Um, and, and, uh, I just... Do you think it, like, lived up to expectations, exceeded expectations, like? I think that I was just, like, constantly blown away, like, listening to it for the first time. Yeah. But I was just, like, this is, like, exactly. It's not like I was, like, oh, wow, I can't believe that Harry came out with such a good song. I was, like, no, this is, this is like, what everyone's been saying that it's going to sound like. Yeah. This is, like, what the vibe Harry's, like, been giving off like this is the inspiration that he has been saying like inspires him for like so many years now so it's like exactly like what I expected but also it was so good yeah. to hear it and like have it in my ears yeah. and not just like in a like like concept and like theoretical right bubble right oh yeah I I agree because it's like that thing with another man where we said like looking back we can say in hindsight that makes sense I see where he got to another man from who we saw he was 
and like maybe we couldn't have necessarily predicted exactly what like his fashion and whatever would be or in this case like his song would be but we could speculate and now that we have it we can be like I get it. Like, I get it so much. This is so where Harry was going to go. Like, it makes so much sense to who he is and who his influences are and, like, what he likes and what he's done in the past. Like, this just makes so much sense to me. Um, And I was just really, really blown away. Um, Mm -hmm. I wanted to read some things that people said about the song. Um, this was from Dainty Haru on Tumblr. They said, one of my friends said that they weren't expecting this at all from Harry. And it was like, really? It, it hit me so hard because this is more or less exactly what I expected from him. More or less, less exactly what my friends were expecting from him. But the general public has such a different view. And this is the mm-hmm. Harry that I've adored and admired for several years. This is the Harry that's authentic and real. And I just cannot wait for the public to see the real him. The one I've known for so long. And I can't wait to watch everyone else fall in love with who he really truly is. Um, which I thought was a I good I love way their of... blog too. Oh, they you know that? get me. I mean, I don't know them, but I know I follow their yeah, blog. So. I follow too many, so I like don't recognize any names. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I just this was such a good way of putting it. I think because it's like this does make sense to us. We're we're not like oh wow, he's so much better than I thought he was. Like I'm blown yeah. away. Like like I'm more shocked. Like oh, this is what he likes. This is what he's interested in. Mm-hmm. But I didn't think he like I never thought he didn't have the capability of being this amazing. You know. Yeah, like, you sent me a screenshot of an article that was, like, more, like, Harry Styles' new single is more Bowie Bowie than um, Bieber, and, and, like, you were, like, obviously, (laughs) like, any fool could guess that, and I just feel like that's exactly how the general public views him, though. Like, they think that he's going to be, like, Justin Bieber 2.0. Right. Um... Which is just so stupid. Like, whoever, like, wrote that should be fired because clearly they don't keep up with pop culture enough to, like, know anything. Um, But, I mean, yeah, like, yeah, obviously. Yeah, like, we just knew. And it's, like, it's, again, that not not so much, like, the told you so, but it's, like, like, you didn't understand. Like, you thought we were, like, crazy or, like, you just, you just really, I feel like when you don't, you're not in a fandom or you don't really know, you just make, there's all these, like, like easy assumptions and stereotypes to put on a person that like are convenient and you're just like you literally didn't you didn't know you didn't know and you made judgments and now like Mm -hmm. this is what we've always known it's not something where it's like you know if people say now that he's not with 1d this is who he is it's like no this is who he's always been and -hmm. we're getting to see more of it which is a cool thing yeah um i wanted to read some other quotes from um some other publications. This is from Billboard. They said, although Styles never gave any hint about how his solo material would sound, he delivered a true spacey rock ballad in Sign of the Times, something that might fit in more with David Bowie's catalog or perhaps an epic 90s rock jam like Space Hogs in the meantime than it does with today's top 40. Aside from, aside from the familiarity of Styles' voice, this song does not sound like a 1D song. Um, I really love the spacey rock, especially how they describe Perfect. that. Like, that is exactly what it is. Um, uh, who else wrote stuff? Uh, I actually want to read a bit of this, um, uh, what's it called? Rolling Stones, because I feel like this person really understands me. Oh, yeah. And just, like, it. is very um, 
not like reductive or insulting to One Direction. Okay, mm-hmm. let me just read this. Unlike the rest of his bandmates who have tested out different genres and styles for their solo careers, Styles' new song aligns much more with the 70s-inspired pop rock of One Direction's more recent albums like Made in the AM. Above Brian May's guitar or Brian May asks guitar parts, who is the guitarist in Queen, um, the singer channels his inner glam rocker for a song reminiscent of um, Moth the Hoople's All the Young Dudes, which I haven't listened to, but now I'm intrigued to listen to. Yeah. But I feel like that's that's so perfect, and clearly this person knows, like, where mm-hmm. One Direction came from and, like, you know, the influences from Made in the AM, and I feel like this is just, like, this is how you have to write about yeah. people, you know? Like, they understand that it wasn't, like this isn't Harry going from up all night to glam 70s rock. You know what I <laughs> yeah. mean? Like, there was a transition, and, like, it Do was there. Do your research. Yeah. Um, I also wanted to read what my sister said. <laughs> uh, yes. We're just, like, reading everyone's. And I, I know we're not going to get to everything we planned, but that's okay, because we're going to do this episode in multiple parts, which is going to just be needed. Um <laughs> She said, it is honestly so good. I'm so pleased. His voice is amazing. And I think it really lives up to our expectations that his song would have a deep meaning and be infused with sounds of other well-known artists. It sounds like he's a well-traveled 50-year-old man singing back to his younger self. Oh my God. (laughs) Uh, That's exactly what it is. Yeah, I I felt like that really, you know, hit home for me. Um, Wow. And... Yeah, that's pretty much it from other people, but I think, like, we're going to get so many more articles that'll be interesting to, like, hear what the public and what, like, the big music magazines are saying. Um, We've just sort of gotten these first couple of quotes, but there's going to be a lot more to come, so I'm excited to dissect that further. Um, Mm -hmm. um, So, let's... Let's talk about the style of music, I guess, that that this is. We've sort of said spacey, glam rock, like, David Bowie... um, But, like, let's go into that more. Are there other artists that you hear influences from um, besides sort of the ones we've mentioned? Um, I mean, like, we've mentioned this, but I feel like Pink Floyd. Yeah. I'm just, like, I get the same vibe that I get. I heard that so much. Yeah. And just kind of, like, the, like, like wandering, meandering, Mm -hmm. sort of, like, you know, because it's, like, a long song. Yeah. So there's just, like, such a chance to just, like, really be enveloped in it. And that's how I feel when I listen to Pink Floyd. Just kind of, like, you sink into the song because it is kind of, like, a journey. Yeah. And it, like, takes you all different places. And, like, I'm into it. And I felt like the sound effects, too, yes. so much were yeah. reminded me of sound effects that Pink Floyd does. Like, it is very, yeah. like, like, there's things that are odd and quirky about it. And I hope that's, like, infused throughout Harry's album. Um, that you might not necessarily regularly hear on, on like a top 40 hit. So. Yeah. He's changing the world. Oh my God. Um, and what, what genre of music would you say this is? Like, um, so like on iTunes, it says it puts it under pop, but I'm just like, what? what? <laughs> yeah. Like, I know that like he was in a, like one, like he was in a boy band, but it's like, I don't, I wouldn't consider this pop. Yeah. I would consider this. Uh, Spacey <laughs> rock pop. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He needs like his own pop, category. Yeah, space influenced alien rock pop goddess. <laughs> yeah. Do you think it? Do you think it fits who our idea of is Harry and like fits his persona and style? Like, does it match? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I I agree too. Like I said, like you can see where this came from, and like I feel like this is just pure Harry, um, and like. It, it sort of matches, like, all the fun things we, like, 
joke around about Harry being, like, this otherworldly, like, creature, fairy, pixie, unicorn. And, like, that's kind of what the song sounds like to me, to be honest. Um, I think it just goes so well. Um, Do you think it'll do well on radio? My roommate said that she was out driving and she heard it, like, at least five times so far on radio. (gasps) Oh my god, I'm gonna have to listen to the radio. I know. I need to go oh for god. a drive after this. I'm um, gonna hit up Starbucks. I need to learn how to drive. <laughs> I'm gonna learn I'll how drive, to, drive to, to Boston and Harry's. pick you up. Oh, thank god. I'll like, put, um, go in and I'll order an Uber, tell them to put it on a pop station, and just be like, just drive me around until I hear Harry's song. <laughs> it probably won't um, take long. Honestly, but... Uh, so, I mean, obviously it's on stations because, like, probably a million people are requesting it and it's, like, the hottest new thing yeah. in music right now. Um, I mean, the Chainsmokers came out with an album, so... <laughs> oh, God, I'm so glad that Harry's going to overshadow them. Because yeah. um, I saw, like, on Spotify, it was, like, new music and it was, like, Harry Styles arrives and also the Chainsmokers are releasing an album. <laughs> I'm like, please don't take this away from Harry. Yeah. Um, I mean, they won't, but anyway, um, I think that maybe like a shorter version, like you could probably trim it and yeah. like it would. Because this is like know, five minutes and 40 seconds or whatever There's it is. There's no way that's going to be, but I also think it could really do well on like a classic rock station. Mm-hmm. I honestly believe that because I'm going to make my parents listen to this yeah. and I feel like my dad could get into it. Yeah. I can't wait to share it with all the people I love in my life. Oh, yes. It's going to be so good. And I honestly think, I think we said this a while back that like, just because it doesn't sound like what's played on radio now doesn't mean it won't do well on radio because like Harry could change what's on radio, you know, like this, this song is really long. Will they cut it down? They might, but they also might play the whole thing. And like, that might just be, you know, music changes and radio plays what people want to hear. And if people like this and enjoy this, he's pushing people to expand their taste and like not be so comfortable with like chain smokers, you know, like it's gonna... (laughs) It's going to force people to, like, grow their musical taste, which is really cool. So I think it could do really well just based on the fact that the song is going to be so popular and people want to hear it. Um, it, uh, It'll depend on how it does, like, in the long run. I think that will be interesting to track. But I don't think it's not going to do well just because it might not sound like the typical radio song. Yeah. Yeah. how do you think this song compares to One D's music? And like, are there any songs that it reminds you of from One Direction? Do you like it hmm. better, differently? I they're like in two different categories for me because I think that like, to be honest, like I'm thinking like the production that One Direction used. Mm-hmm. We always talked about how we don't really like slower or like mid tempo songs, yeah. and I feel like this is. A bit slower than mid-tempo. It's, mm-hmm. like, slow 0.5. <laughs> um, but I'm, like, thinking, like, sort of infinity, but, like, better in mm-hmm. 12,000 ways. And I don't want to say better, but I also just don't like infinity, so... Right, I saw people comparing it to that, and I was like, I didn't hear that comparison at all. Like, Yeah, because if it was, if it did sound like it, I wouldn't like it. Right. Um, Thank God it doesn't. Sorry for but all it's also because stands out there. Yeah, I'm sorry, but no. Um... <laughs> Not my cup of tea, but it's, like, all, um, you know, like, just the core essential instruments. Yeah. And not, like, these weird um, electronic right. That's things the that they put over. We said There's, Infinity yeah. would be amazing if it was stripped back yep. without all the production. Mm-hmm. Like, the lyrics are beautiful, their voices are beautiful, but they, like, chuck in all this, like, both the instruments and, like, the effects they do to their voices and, like, the echoey water sounds. Like, it really just waters down the whole song. But this was yeah. so, like 
every, like, you could hear every, like, vocal, like, thing in his voice. And it was so purely yes. his voice. And the instruments were so pure um, that it just, it was really just took it to some other level that one yeah, I feel like One like, Direction doesn't I mean they're in different they're in different categories obviously yeah, but no. that production does make huge a huge difference just because they're different genres you know you can see that yes. difference right away uh, and like I think that like the reason why it can be such a long song and not get boring is because there's so much to like different things to listen to mm -hmm. and like even sometimes where it's like just inter instruments like you're just so focused on like how nice the instrument sounds yeah. like it's just like you can like pull that out and it's not just like this like kind of like weird like electronic -y thing that you don't really want to listen to and like absorb and right. like you're not gonna like I don't know you're not gonna be like as um, um like emotionally or like auditorily um I don't want to say stimulated um interested <laughs> you did um, just, though. <laughs> yeah I did well I couldn't think of another word and I was like floundering floundering for a little bit but um yeah I think it just like I don't know like just the instruments like make it really really interesting yeah I I agree and that's what one of the things we wanted so much was like a heavy instrumental influence where it sounded live almost and I think we really really got that both with his voice and and the instruments I think it sounds quite live and I think this song mm -hmm. is very obviously one that needs to be performed live and will be amazing in concert um, it also oh reminded. My God, I know, I know. Um, it also reminded me of if I could fly a bit in some ways, mm. um, but I think it's just like a more like developed version. Just I guess because if I could yes. fly was a ballad, and this is a ballad. Um, this is like a power ballad, it, though. It is. It's like a rock power ballad. It's wonderful. There's a lot of. It's it's a journey. You go on a journey with this song, and I think that adds to the non boringness of it. It's just like yep, everything. There's twists and turns, and like surprises i mean the surprises in this song oh my um, god the falsetto can we just talk about yes, it yes let's talk about it okay because you're just you're just listening you're just going along you're just minding your own business just listening to harry's song right and then bam this falsetto happens and it is just like my jaw dropped. god is good this god is real everything is good like this is incredible like Oh my god, and we haven't really heard Harry do falsetto so much no. before. No. And we had this falsetto with like it was like he was falsetto like there were two it was like his voice like you know like slightly overlapped so like you could hear yes. multiple layers it sounded ghosty yes. and wispy and like haunting. Oh my god, this was just it amazing. Almost, it really did sound like Zane though to be honest. I was like did Zane have That's a what Rebecca on said. This? I didn't even think of Zane though. Dude, like, for some reason, like, because I know Liam does falsetto and it sounds like yeah. Liam, but when I listened to this, I was like, this sounds like Zane, and not just because so of falsetto. I don't know why. Maybe they have the same sort of, like, gravelly tones, but I don't know. Plot twist, Harry did all those high, high falsetto, <laughs> falsetto parts. Oh, my God. <laughs> Could you imagine? <laughs> um, but, yeah, just, oh, my God. He has such a range. These And this, and that falsetto part, too, just, like, reminded me so much of like older music as well and like yes i know just like stuff like fleetwood mac they would do like a lot of harmonies and falsettos and that high sort of haunting queen. sound queen that like has gotten away a bit from music um today so it just it just is so and it was so delicate his voice was so delicate and like fragile and 
Especially at that part. Desperate. Yeah, desperate. You could hear, like, the whispers and the crackles and... Oh, my God. It was just really... Oh, my God. Nothing could have been... Nothing could make me prepared for that. It's just, like, you think that we know how good Harry's voice is, but, like, he's just getting better. Yeah. And it's, like, it doesn't seem possible because we're, like, wow, Harry's... But, like, he literally is getting better. And, like, like this entire song is, like, kind of like a vocal, like, acrobatics. Mm-hmm. And just, like, kind of... Like, imagine hearing this live, and we're going to hear it live yeah. on SNL. And, like, I'm so freaking glad that he gave us a date and time that he's I going know, to be performing. I know. Because I don't think that any of us would survive if we had to be like, I don't know when he's going to perform this live. Like, is he ever going to? Like, yeah. what is happening? So I'm just, like, so happy that we have a specified date and time that we get to hear this beautiful angel sing this beautiful song. It's it's a holy song. It really is. And it's going to come out of his holy mouth. And I'm going to be just, I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm not going to be able to handle it. Awestruck. Yeah. Awestruck. Um, and I think the five minutes and 40 seconds is important. Like he couldn't do everything that he does with a shorter time. Like I needed all that time to absorb his voice and like all the cool things he does. Um, mm-hmm. it's, uh, okay, so I'm thinking about how we should do this. Like, ah, I don't know. There's just so much to say. Uh, and we have 40 minutes left. <laughs> oh, man. Um, should we, uh, I guess let's just keep going. Let's see how much we can actually get through. Okay, are we doing a lyrical analysis in this episode? Yeah, that's what I had, but I'm trying. Oh, boy. I'm, I'm thinking that we might not want to. Yeah, we might want to do, like, a whole separate episode about it. Yeah, so okay. let's... But we can talk about generally. Yeah. Okay, so then... Okay. Okay, so usually I in the lyric analysis, I add in a whole bunch of, like, extra, not just lyrics, but, like, music and, like, voice and vocals. So let's just keep talking mm-hmm. about his vocals. Um, okay, yeah. So, like, it goes from... So it starts off, like, really, um, like... You got the piano, those first chords, and then his voice is coming in, and then we go into the falsetto, and then we hit the chorus, and it's, like, a very big shift from that chorus to, I mean, from the pre-chorus, where it's the falsetto, to the chorus. I was thinking that transition, you know how it's just, like, a little, like, weird transition? Um, I was thinking that it sounded kind of like, um, where did I put this? Let me, let me look. Um, it sounded very much like Pink Floyd to me, like the sound effect that happened there. Dude, yeah. And like a, the sound effect that was in the um, the beginning of the song that sort of like sounded like a siren yes! slash like satellite thing. I was like, this is very Pink Floyd I know. Me. I actually thought that sound at the beginning sounded almost like someone's stomach, like making a noise. <laughs> My sister said it sounded like a, like a coffee pot or a teapot going off. Mm. Like those sound effects were so interesting. Um, mm-hmm. And I loved it. It was... And it, me too. And it, I feel like it connects and ah there's so many things to talk about it all overlaps but like it connects so much to like his header on twitter and like all that type of stuff um i also kind of semi thought it sounded like the spongebob transitions between scenes (laughs) 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 um but i was i was there for it um so then they like it gives birth into this chorus um and just the chorus. Can't, don't you wish that you could listen to it again and experience I, uh, it for the first time? I, it, listen honestly, to it again. You know what I mean? For the first time again. Yes. This, it was such an experience listening. It was such a journey. Like, you didn't know what was coming. And then the chorus comes and it's like this deep, rich, like, uh, tone. And his voice yeah. is so strong. And the transition from that high part to this, like, like, deep, like, chorusy bit. It just, 
it was so so good and i feel like you oh get God. that range and it sounds like so anthemic here too i felt like the chorus was so so anthemic and like would be so good in concert um oh my god and uh i was just there was a lot of feelings um and then what else happened musically in this song um like the drums i love the triumphant drums that's what i wrote down like triumphant you know what i mean like something about like especially going to the chorus it was just Mm -hmm. like so perfect and like interesting and i feel like sometimes drums can like be like play like like be a back burner Uh i guess but i think that they like really like played a front role and i really enjoyed that yeah it reminded me of the song um what is the one by phil collins the like oh lord what is it phil phil collins like when um uh, in the air tonight that's the one where like oh, there's, yeah, that's that so song has but... epic drums in it and mm-hmm. i kind of got vibes from that as well hmm. um and just like the other instruments there were so many good guitars and the piano at the beginning and then like the build-up and then there's all these mm-hmm. louder instruments um and then, of course, we freaking get to the near the ending on this last part. And, oh, my God, this ending was a life-changing journey. Um, like, the tempo's changing. The tempos are so interesting in this song. I feel like it yes. slows down and then builds and then gets slow and then fast. And, like, it's keeping you on the edge of your seat. Dude, I was thinking, like, someone needs to, like, graph this for me yes! because I want to know exactly, like, how I feel and, like, the mm-hmm. different, like, parabolas that happen during this song. Oh, my God, yes. Like, there's just so many things that are shifting and it's wonderful. Yes. Um, And I feel like at the end when he's he's repeating the same lines and screaming, we gotta get away. And after that first kind of one at the end... You can just, I, I just, as when I was listening to it the first time, I was like, oh my god, he's gonna scream, he's gonna scream, this is what's coming. Like, you can feel him, like, about to, like, you know, like, scream, almost like in, like, Drag Me Down, where he has those, like, screaming mm. riffs. I was like, this is about to come, and I need it to come, and then it happened, and I was like, oh my god, this is amazing. And he repeats it, and he gets really loud and intense, and, like, there's, like, the in the background, there's these sort of, like, almost, like, church like like choral yeah. choral sounds going on yeah it sounded like angelic mm-hmm. chorus to me yeah what did you think of just the way this ending builds up um i think that like it needed to be that yeah it ne- like because i think that like with a slow long song you can't just like have it like taper off mm-hmm. um i like that it built like built and built and built and like had this like really triumphant powerful ending and then like went back to like just the piano softly like exiting it was so beautiful um the only thing i love like i love a good chorus like like church choir kind of thing Mm -hmm. like i love it on like um chance the rapper's new album or like most recent album like i think it just looks it it's so it works so well it's beautiful Mm -hmm. but i wish that there was like i don't know i think that like maybe i wish maybe it's just like because my um, headphones aren't great Mm -hmm. um so maybe listening to it on a like a more powerful sound system would be better but i kind of wish that there was like a better or different production Mm. on the chorus because i kind of wish there was like more layers to it because for some reason i don't know like okay so on traveler scambino's um song me and your mama Mm -hmm. there like the production on that song is 
unreal, like unreasonably good. And that song, like you can he- like literally like hear the layers and like see them almost. Uh-huh. Like it's honestly such a visual experience. And I don't have synesthesia, synesthesia or whatever, but like I- when I listen to that song, I can like feel the layers and mm-hmm. of the production. So I kind of wished the chorus like was a little bit like fuller and like more like. I don't know, full-bodied and, like, more... So, like, more harmonies or, like, more overlaying of his voice? Maybe more overlaying of the, like, of the chorus. And just, like, I kind of wish it was, like, more of a prominent part and not just, like, really, really far back where it seems like it's almost like Harry is, like, the forefront and the choir is, like, two buildings back. Oh, you mean you wish the choir was farther from? Yes. Oh, okay, okay. I didn't understand what you're saying. I, I didn't notice that. I'll have to go back and listen. I really liked the way it was, um, for sure. But I would be interested to go listen to the that song you just you just said to hear oh my what God, that it's would so sound good. like. Um I I really did appreciate though that there wasn't like so much overproduction that you could hear Harry's voice. So I guess like that's yeah, the positive that's of it true. where like you get to hear that detail in Harry's voice and like really just hear um like purely him. Um, but now I want to listen to that other song. Um, what you were saying about, like, the end of the song, like, leaving out into piano, like, I mm-hmm. felt like on, like, we've, he's, like, started out with piano and, like, this huge buildup in the screaming. And because it is very spacey and it is, there's a lot of, like, um, references, allusions to, like, heaven and, like, the afterlife and space and, like, the clouds and the atmosphere, it felt like he was, like, bringing us back to earth like, at the end mm, here, and sort of wow. just, like, we were, like, being set back down. And it was so weird, because I wrote this, like, in the doc, um, I said, where did I say it? Um, the piano is bringing us back down to earth, and then I went on to Tumblr and was just, like, looking through, and someone had said the same thing. They said, like, oh, when wow. you've gone through all sort of emotions after that epic build up uh, in Sign of the Times, the piano bit brings you back to earth and lays you gently in your grave and i think that's beautiful (laughs) and i was like oh my god i had the same exact thought um i love it but it really it is such a interesting musical like dynamic in the way it's a journey just in the music of itself and in harry's voice Um, and you can almost like at the end like imagine like the music video where Harry's like kind of like gently touching down to the ground again like that just like feels like what it would be like oh my gosh yeah and also I mean I don't know if you have this plan but I feel like that this song like really gives me apocalyptic vibes yeah so much and like even just saying the lyrics like we got to get out of here like that sounds like such a cry that like Mm -hmm. I don't know it sounds like you're about to die and like knowing that you're about to die and like the world is about to be enveloped and like that's why the cover art works so freaking well yeah because like that's exactly what we were saying about the cover art where like he looks like he's waiting for the world to end yeah and in the in the the big picture his twitter banner that is like the world exploding and like things coming apart Um, yeah and like imagine that in slow motion i feel like the the twitter banner in slow motion just like would go perfectly with this like things just exploding slowly would make so much sense i'm sure they have video footage of that taking place because that's not just like they didn't just string up some exploding shopping cart like that was a motion that happened um i'd love to see that on video Mm -hmm. Um, it might be part of the music video we don't know yeah let's let's get into like the songwriting and stuff and in the in the story of it um I mean, we're going to do, like, a lyrical analysis bit by bit, but, like, there's so many things we can still bring up, and who cares if yeah. we bring up lyrics more than once? Because um, I feel like we need to talk about the lyrics, too. <laughs> um, 
So, like, do you think this, you were saying apocalypse, do you think, like, what other stories do you think could be, this definitely feels like it could be, like, an end-of-the-world song, but are there other ones, other sort of storylines that jumped out to you as well? Um, it also kind of sounds like, um, a song that, I don't know, a song about, like, death, even just, like, Mm -hmm. in a human sense and not, like, a huge grand scheme, everyone's gonna die, the world's being engulfed in flames kind of sense. Um, and also it definitely sounds, like, seems like, um, a sort of, I mean, I took it, like, two ways, and it seems like it can be read as, like, a personal relationship, Mm -hmm. um, and it's sort of over and ending, but also, uh, it's, like, a big grand scheme, like, talk about our society today. Yeah. I I had those same thoughts. I thought it could be, like, a relationship. I also thought not just, like, a romantic relationship, but I was no, thinking yeah. more so, like, just, just, not even just a relationship, but just, like, time passing and time yeah. changing in your life. Like, we're about to go through, God forbid we talk about it, but, like, a really big no. change in our lives when we graduate college and just thinking about things like moving away from our friends and not knowing when we're going to see them again, or I'm going to go to school in England for a year, or like if someone, someone, you know, passes away, like there's changes that people go through. Um, and it could definitely be something like death. And that, I mean, there's so many references that allude to that, but it could also just sort of be a commentary on society. And I definitely got those vibes, you know, sign of the time, I think just from the title screams like, look at our society, look at what's happening. Like, we need to talk about this. We need to, like, stop making the same mistakes we always make. Um, I think those were very clear. And I think it's okay to hold all these sort of ideas in your head when analyzing a song and probably mm-hmm. when Harry was writing the song, you know? Like, songs can mean a lot of things to the person even writing them. It doesn't necessarily have one singular message. I think mm-hmm. all of these are valid both for Harry and for us as we listen. Um, which I think makes it such a an interesting song because with 1D, most of their songs were pretty much about love and exclusively love. Um, yeah. Maybe on Made in the AM, there was ones that sort of traveled out of that realm. Um, but I really didn't even think romantic love at all for Me this. Me neither. Like, that's not what I was really thinking, um, which I really appreciate because I think yeah, that's what God. we wanted. <laughs> yeah. Um, do you think, like... We, we say with songwriting, we want it to be like vivid, personal, have those connections, have that imagery, have that metaphor. Do you, would you say it like lived up to that? And can you like pinpoint part of the songs that really stood out to you in terms of that? I think that while I do like the lyrics, um, and I really do because I think that like sort of general, sort of um, like uh like meandering what's the word i'm looking for like sort of like ponderings on life mm-hmm. like fits with the type of song he's doing yeah um i i just feel like that really works so like sometimes like the generalness of it like actually mm-hmm. does work for me but um i kind of do wish like listening to like you know prince's sign of the times mm-hmm. um where that's like very overtly political yeah. i kind of I kind of wanted it to be more political. I'm not going to be, I'm not going to lie to y'all. Right. But um, I'm also glad that he didn't just copy Prince verbatim and mm-hmm. just like he did his own thing. Um, and I think that like, I really do like this. Um, I, I don't want to get into it because I want to like do a full on um, lyrical analysis. But I, I really, my, I think like one of my favorite lines is like, 
like why are we always stuck and running from the bullets just mm-hmm. because like the way it sounds is so cool harry it's so yeah. cool and just like like i don't know phonetically and sonically it just sounds so cool yeah i i really agree i think like i think i'm sort of i think we're trying to realize what harry's songwriting like yeah. is and what yeah. that means and um it's one of those things that we have to just sort of, like, understand for ourselves and understand, like, what Harry's writing style is. Um, mm-hmm. Because I know we said, like, oh, I like these, like, especially, like, you look at Ed Sheeran's stuff and you're like, I love how personal he is and how, like, specific moment. And I think you see that in Prince's song, too, where you, like, yeah. have these really vivid snapshots rather than sort of, like, general ideas. And like you said, these sort of, like, mystical, magical ideas works well for this song in particular because it is kind of apocalyptic and and, like, confusing and spacey, um, and I think that that sort of matches. Um, but I think I'm also, like, tr- like understanding Harry's songwriting as more like this, like, big kind of, like, anthemic repetition with some really, really key lines that are, like, beautiful mm-hmm. imagery. But, like, there may be not going to be ones where it's, like, such a specific time and place mm-hmm. where you can, like, taste it. Um, and I think we just kind of have to, like, adjust to that and, like, yeah. understand it for what it is. And it doesn't mean that, like, it's, like, better or worse than other people's writing. It's just, like, this is the way Harry writes. Like, yeah. very metaphorical and, like, big concepts. Um, which I think he does really well. I think, like, when comparing it to some of the other songs he's done that we've said we didn't love the songwriting, like, Something Great, where it had that mm-hmm. sort of, like, general big concept thing this one is so different from that you know yes it's so so different it's not the same type of songwriting like it might still have that like like more big concept feel but it's not like this is giving us stuff like there is there's a lot of weight to the words he's saying it's important it's not just saying something great this is saying actual literal things um and it's also just not about a vague relationship. It's right. sort of, like, a rumination on, like, humanity and, yeah. like, living. And I feel like that's why it works because, mm-hmm. I mean, those are giant concepts. And so to, like, sort of, like, give vague, like, sometimes double meaning mm-hmm. lines, like, works because it makes you think about, I don't know, you can take, like, one line from this. Like, just stop your crying. It's a sign of the times. And I feel like yeah. we could, when we when we do that lyric episode, we're going to be talking about that for, like, so yeah. long because there's just, like so many ways that you can take that and I think that like it works for this and it doesn't work when you're trying to talk about like a specific relationship Mm -hmm. like a romantic one that you're I don't know that you're trying to write about right like that has so much weight and I think like the metaphor is really beautiful Harry is very much about like these sort of overarching like deep like thought-provoking statements you know whereas Mm -hmm. Ed might be talking about like you know, a very specific moment in his time, in his, like, life that's thought-provoking or, like, has a nice simile, um, there's not maybe as much of these, like, sort of big, sort of, like, mystical statements where you can't figure out what's happening and you sort of have to speculate and it makes you, like, think for a moment. I mean, that makes sense, like, thinking about their personalities. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's exactly who Harry, I mean, not that I know him personally, (laughs) but, like, that is who, like, I get a sense of who Harry is. Like, he's just kind of, like, this elusive person who's made of mist and like, Mm -hmm. you know, I agree so much. And I think I'm really going to like this style. I think I'm going to like it. Like I love this song already. Um, and I, I, and who knows if the the whole album will be in this very same sort of like 
big magical, mystical, metaphorical, like giant concepts. Um, but I'm really, really liking it so far. Um, I, I, I want to like, um, uh, what's it called? I want to like kind of really dive deep into like the seventies, like, yeah. era and like look into the songwriting then, because mm-hmm. I feel like, um, a lot of like mystical things, like, I, I don't know. I think that was like kind of like a big, mm-hmm. um, deal back then. <laughs> yeah. And like, I think of like Pink Floyd's album, like there weren't like, sp- like, it wasn't, like, a specific moment in time. No, like, it yeah. was more this sort of, like... It's like, timeless. Eerie, timeless feeling. And, like, mm-hmm. also thinking of, like... Uh, this kind of reminded me in some ways, just especially because of, like, sort of the ending and how, like, I can see it performing live so well. Like, the song Hey Jude. Like, there's not necessarily mm. so much said lyric-wise in a lot of the song, but it has so much meaning. And, like, the voice takes you on the journey and the music takes you on a journey and, like, the performance takes you on a journey. And I think you can say a lot without being so specific if you do it in the right way. God, I feel like we're, like, going against everything we've ever said about songwriting. But I think it's true. I feel like... And it's, it's like there's there's always like um things that break the rule, you know. Right. Like there's always an exception to the rule, and I think that also because the like the music is so good that it's backing with and so interesting, mm-hmm. like that has to be a part of it too. Like mm-hmm. you can just have a song that sounds good mm-hmm. and like it's interesting to listen to, um, but like when like I'm thinking like Infinity and something great when those are paired with like less than right great music plus like lyrics that are kind of vague. Like, uh-huh. you get kind of a floaty song that I don't listen to. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I agree, but this one's just so strong in so many ways. that I feel like yeah. there's, like, a harmony between everything. Exactly, yeah. Perhaps, it's like there's such a symbiosis yeah, in this little cell. Good vocabulary. <laughs> I don't know. I've just made some stuff up. The mitochondria. <laughs> the powerhouse of the cell. <laughs> um, I feel like, too, um, if perhaps it was more based in, like, real conceptual thing, like, real, like, tangible things I guess mm-hmm. it might not have that same kind of like outer worldly effect yes, like spacey thing right because that's that's such a feeling you get from this and like apocalyptic and like what's going on who's talking when yeah, he references yeah, yeah, yeah. they told me it's very like uh like you just don't know it, like it's like you're confused and it makes you think and it like but there are very specific things as well. Like, I love the lines in the beginning. The The first verse is so incredible. I love that. Yeah. The, yes. Welcome to the final show. Hope you're wearing your best clothes. You can't bribe the door on the way to the sky, on your way to the sky. You look pretty good down here, but you ain't really good. Like, wow. When I heard that yeah. first, first, like, that metaphor of you can't, or like the, the, you can't bribe the door on the way, on your way to the sky. I was like, Oh my god. Like yes. you give me that nugget, you give me that wonderful nugget. Like <laughs> I just can't wait to see what else you have to give me. And also that's like a kind of like a critique on like celebrity culture and like mm-hmm. fame, which you know we're always here for talk like people talking yeah. about celebrity culture and songs. So like I'm here for it. Yeah. Oh, so there's just so many good things about this. That's that's so true, like, what you were saying before, because, like, imagine if this was, like, a song about a particular, like, person. Mm-hmm. I just feel like you wouldn't be able to, like, visualize yourself floating around in space because right. you're, like, gr- like you know, grounded on Earth. Yeah. So I think that, like, he really chose, like, the music and the lyrics really well to mm-hmm. just, like, 
literally give you a space ballad. Yeah, it it is so, so much that. And I think it'll make it so interesting to, like, interpret these lyrics when we do, because there are so many different meanings you can take from the song and i feel like we need to go down every single road and like oh my god figure them out solely um which again is why we just cannot do it all in one one episode um but i just uh, i i'm just really really happy with his songwriting and um i think i think these the the imagery and the metaphors and like just the way he's presenting these sort of grand ideas and just like dropping them then there for us to like figure out. Um, just, I feel like that's, I feel like I know his songwriting more. So now that I get to hear him as a solo artist doing it, I guess. And also all these like lyrics are so, I don't know. They're just going to like lend themselves so well to like um, edits on Tumblr yes! and stuff. You know what oh I mean? Like God. these are just like, I just, like, I'm imagining it now. Like, this is just going to be so beautiful. I can't wait to see, like, the wavy font and, like, oh, cool pictures. Oh, I'm, I'm just going to love it. They really are so... There's quotable moments in there. Yes, truly. Um, it's just so, so good. Um, what do you think, like, going off this song, the album's going to sound like? Like, do you think... I mean, Harry said, I think Sign of the Times is a good representation of the album, but I don't know if it if it all sounds exactly like it. Um, I mean, I hope it doesn't. Like, you know, I want some variation. Yeah. But do you think it's going to be thematically kind of like this? Yeah, I think so. I mean, that would make sense. And I think that, like, Harry, I think he values, I'm just, like, remembering the time where he said, like, all he would listen to is, like, um, Pink Floyd's, like, Dark Side of the Moon, like, Mm -hmm. on repeat all the way through. Mm -hmm. And I feel like he probably values a good, like, album as a whole package and just being able to, like, listen to it all the way through and just, like, feel, like one person's journey through this and I would like I don't know I really I love um like albums that just like really all work together and they're all like so harmonious and Mm -hmm. you just like it just like I don't know I'm just thinking of like Tam and Paula's Currents is one of those like Frank Ocean's Blonde um the Childish Gambino album that I was talking about um Awaken My Love they're all just like perfectly packaged albums that Mm -hmm. work so well listening to front to back that you kind of like don't even like notice the breaks in songs but there's still like all these like different aspects to each song and I'm not saying like I want the exact same like sometimes um like like copied and pasted 12 times I mean let's uh, hopefully 17 times at least um although he said it's supposed to be a small album Harry I'm hoping by small he means like at least 12 yeah, at least. That'd be, like, my minimum. That's my minimum. God, it's not enough for me. Um, But, yeah, I would love to just, like, imagine just, like, popping on. Oh, my God, we're going to get Harriet on CD. Oh. I'm going to get, I'm definitely going to buy a CD. Yeah, me too. Um, I can't wait to just, see like, the CD that inserts. In. Yes, it's going to be so beautiful. Oh, wonderful. And just, like, popping that on and just, like, relaxing. And, yeah, like having oh a spiritual journey. <laughs> Oh my god, like, meditating? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh my god, what if he actually just made this album so it could be a soundtrack to, like, meditation classes? That would be so cool. Harry would do that. I would absolutely... I'm gonna meditate to this song. It I is. Feel like it, like, really takes nice. you on a journey. Like, yeah. it really does. It almost is, like, meditating when you're listening to it. Cause it's I know! Because it's so, like, soothing and kind of, like, I don't know, like, the drum beats is, like, yeah. your heartbeat and you can just, like, oh, wow. Yeah. I agree. And I, I, I agree, too, with what you said about, like, the album. And, like, I feel like there will be a cohesion to it. And I think that's yeah. what I want. 
Mm-hmm, um, and I love this new sound and this like this oh, sort of God. style, and I want to see how he manipulates it for each each song. Um, I wonder if the songwriting will stay the same. I, I imagine mm. it'll be similar to this because I think this I mean, yeah. songwriting wise, I think this does kind of reflect Olivia, where Olivia had such interesting metaphors, and we even saw the space themes in Olivia already. Um, so like, I feel like that's something Harry just generally likes and is interested in. Um, so I think, I think he is really, really strong in the, in the sort of like, um, like wordplay and imagery and like that type of stuff. So I think that's going to be a theme. And I think sonically, I think it'll sound similar. I mean, we know we have a duck sound to look forward to and there was already oh God, like can't wait. a weird stomach sound and like all these other things. So <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm, I like production that's interesting like this, not sort of that like overproduced sound that I think like Infinity had. Um, I'm all here for production. That's really cool. Yeah. I think that like there's a difference between like well done production too and like yeah. kind of just, uh, I don't know. I don't know much about music, but I can definitely tell when, like, something has, like, such beautiful layers mm-hmm. and it's, like, artistfully done and then, like, sort of, I don't want to say lazy. That's not the word I'm looking for, but just kind of, like, I don't know. Just, like, the music does not fit with the lyrics right. and it just shouldn't yeah. have been paired together and it's, like, upsetting. Yeah. And you're, like, can you just do an acoustic version, please? Yeah. Um, I think also, just given that this song isn't, like, this does have so many meanings and isn't, like directly obviously like a romantic relationship thing um i think that like gives us an idea that the album will have more songs that are about other topics other than god a typical love song which is really exciting i hope on the album there's just a really big range of types of songs yeah um and then (sighs) moving on down i mean we sort of talked about the pictures that we got um, before and how this song really reflects that. And I think we can talk more about that when we go into the lyrical analysis too. Mm-hmm. Um, but definitely, like we said, like when Harry's sitting there in the water looking at this sky, it definitely screams apocalyptic and end mm-hmm. of the world like and all the floating objects on his Twitter banner. Um, very much like end of the world. And then, and then also with the, 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 um, sort of short advertisement thing we got. Um, him emerging from the door and like walking out into the sunshine is very much like a new beginning. And I feel like mm. sign of the times besides the apocalyptic feel, I think some of the meaning is very much like we have to move on and we have to move forward and we yeah. have to like accept change and be a part of change and like things will get better. And like, sometimes we have to leave things behind. Mm. Um, so like, I feel like that is sort of another message and I think that reflects that advertisement well. Yeah. Um, talking about the music video, Harry said it's going to be out in late April. Um, it's directed by a French director, and it was filmed on the Isle of Skye. Um, so we'll, we can be looking forward to that. Thank God these things are spaced out. Like, next weekend we can have SNL, and then the week Ugh. after that, like, maybe give me the music video or something. Wow, God bless. I know. And, and God, with SNL, we're going to have a second song to discuss, too. Do you think, though, because I was wondering, because, like, this song is six minutes long, so I was like, did Harry release this so he can just sing just this one on SNL? <laughs> I don't know, but, I mean, they always do two, right? Like, there's two commercial breaks. Like, it's two different separate breaks. Like, mm. it's not just... I mean, maybe they, like, do half the song commercial break and then end the song. <laughs> God, if they break up Harry, please no. 
I need this all at once. Um, I don't know. I, I assume we'd get a second song, but I know you're hesitant about that. So let's keep our hopes low. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and then, again, thinking about this sounding live, it's just going to be so, so good. He said he has a band now. He said, I'm really excited about them. They're amazing musicians. They're amazing people. I've grown really close with them, and I love getting to play them with them every day. Two of the guys in the band actually I wrote the album with so that's been really that's so cool fun kind of working everything out with the guys I wrote the stuff with it's been really amazing you know my favorite part of everything is the performing and I'm ex- very excited to get back on stage oh so, sweet god uh, literally if I mean uh, I just the, the tour I can't I can't even handle no it. it's gonna be so good I'm so excited. I'm going to have to see him multiple times. Like, I got to start saving my money. Oh, my God. Yeah. Because, like, also, once they release an album, like, the first tour, we're probably going to get to hear a lot of the songs. Although, if they're anything like this song, these songs are freaking long. So, a tour, like, uh, a concert, you might not be able to... I loved loved your tweet about, like, the only bad thing about the song is that you can only play it, like, (laughs) 11.11 times in an hour. Um, Oh, my God. It is. That was literally one of my first thoughts. I was like, I had to do the math to like figure out how many yeah. times I can fit in, in in an hour. And I told one of my friends, and she was just like, oh my god, like, <laughs> please calm down. I was like, this is who I am. Please but it's, it's true, though, because you're like, it takes me 10 minutes to listen to this song twice. Like, other songs, it might take you like five or six minutes, like 10 minutes. Wow. And it's like such a spiritual journey that you're like minutes. tired by the end of it, and then yeah. you have to take it again because you just need to. Yeah, exactly. And it just brings you up and down and up and down and up and down. It's it's great but I I honestly this is gonna sound so good in concert and I hope like his other songs like I I, they just sound like this one just sounds like it would be amazing live and it has that performance quality especially thinking about the ending and like the the crowd getting involved in that same way and like the good lord screaming and intensity of it I just think it's gonna like this is meant to be performed live this is so going to be like one of those songs that people take out their phones and like sway back and forth. Yeah. Oh my god. I I just now picture like Harry as like an eighty year old singing this, just like we all sing "Hey Jude" still, and this oh, will wow. be just like that anthem song that just grows on everyone. Wow. Um, man, this this has been a long journey of an episode, and there's still so so much more to talk about. Oh my god. Yeah. Um, literally, we have the entire lyrical analysis to do, and I just had I I took notes on it already. It's like um, in and of itself, it's five pages. My <laughs> my commentary on the song. So we've got so much left to go. But I I just like I guess closing thoughts. Like, do you think? Do you think this is, we said Harry's an enigma, he's going to change music, he's going to be like someone like Bowie or Queen or, you know, on that level. Do you think Harry lives up to, to what we, we put him on a pedestal for? Um, yes, and I just, like, can't wait to see his journey. Like, I'm just imagining, like, we're probably going to get more, like, photo shoot pictures from him and just, like, the coming up weeks, we're just going to really, like, see a star being born. Yeah. I, I think so. I'm so glad to live in this moment and to be so part of it and, and to have been a part of his past and history with One Direction and stuff. Like yes. while we weren't there for X Factor days, but like we've, we've seen this journey and this could be like the start of something really, really huge and important. Um, and like we've known that, but now everyone else is going to know it and he's coming into his own and getting to do what he wants. And wow. I really, I, if, if this song is anything to go by, he's, He's changing modern music, I think. I think, because that's not stuff that you hear on radio. He's changing probably, 
not that this music isn't made or hasn't been made in the past, but for this generation, I guess, and for what's popular, I think he's going to shift people's ideas of what they like in music and what can be played on radio. And like, I think mostly because he comes from like a pop band that like, right, yeah. that's like why, cause like, you know, this kind of music is definitely still made, but right. because it comes from Harry Styles, who is known from a pop band, like from a pop boy band, no less. That's like why it's going to be like, and also like there's so many like lines in articles where it's like, this is not something you're going to hear on like top forties radio normally. So yeah, right. like I agree that like, but they're still going to play it. Right. So like, yeah, and I think it, it does have to do with, like, where he comes from. And not just that he's in a pop band, but that he's really, really famous. Other people might be yes. making music like this, but it's not gonna, it's not gonna no. do as well just because people don't know about it. It's not as popular. But this is gonna be so widespread that it has the ability to maybe change what other artists are doing currently, but they don't have that same sort of pull. And that's, mm-hmm. that's a testament to, like, the, the opportunities Harry's had, but also yeah. just to who Harry is as a person and, like, the fact that people who meet him only have good things to say and he is so personable and nice and like charismatic. I think that's, that all adds to it and adds to like who he is. It's not just the fact that he made this incredible music and this incredible song. There's a lot of factors playing into it. And I think he does have the potential. And I think we'll, we'll see that more as we hear from like people reviewing his songs and we, we hear the album, um, I think that'll give us a clearer, clearer face, but, or picture, but if, if anything to go on this song, I think he really does have that potential. Um, mm-hmm. and, um, I don't know what my, ne- I guess, do you have any, do you have any closing thoughts? Like, do you feel like you know more who Harry is? Like, do you, do you I feel, feel like, like I know more and less. I'm just like, I want to know more now. Right. I feel like, I don't know. Cause it's so like, an, like, I don't know, man. I'm just like, I feel like it's so almost elusive like the song itself is elusive like Mm -hmm. because there's nothing to like ground it but in a good way so I'm just like I cannot wait to just like have the entire album in my hand yeah me too it's now I'm craving it more and I'm like and just like when I was listening to the song for the first time I was like how am I gonna handle this when I've got like 10, 12 other songs to listen to at the same time. I don't know. I'll have to, like, listen to 12,000 songs at once. I know. It's it's gonna be... It's like, I feel like I've... This is such a gift, and there's so much to do with this one song, and so much to think about, and, like, be happy about. But the fact that we're gonna get this times, like, 12... Oh my god. Like, especially because it's probably... Not, they're not gonna release all the songs individually. Yeah. <laughs> like, spaced out. So, like, we're probably gonna get a few more. I know. Um, but... Like, when we get, a, like, a multitude of songs at once, I don't know how we're going to function. Yeah, me either. It's going to be amazing. Wow, um, okay. So- By sign of um, the times on iTunes, um, <laughs> yeah. stream it on Spotify, on Apple Music. Let's yep. support our child. Yep. And I just, yeah, I'm excited to do the lyrical analysis. Don't think that this is over, guys. There's going to be a part two to this. We have so, so much more to talk about about this song and, like, really dig into what it means and what all all those meanings are and even more details on Harry's voice and the music and the instruments as we go through each part of the song. So that'll be next episode. Um, I'm not sure when it's going to come out. I don't know when we're going to record it, but probably before next week, I would imagine. Mm-hmm. Um, um, so Kara and I are going to talk about that. Um, but yeah, get excited for that. Um, probably in the next couple days. So yeah, this is, this has been an amazing first reaction to this and I'm so happy for Harry and 
I'm so happy that I'm happy about it and I like the song and all of our fears were for nothing. Um, and if you guys have any thoughts, honestly, write in to us. We're going to be taking listener reactions, putting them on the show. If you sign up for Patreon, you can get your voice on the show. Tell us, like, gush about this song and what you love about it, what you think it means. Because when we do that lyrical analysis, I want all your opinions there, too. Um, and yes, everything, sure. everything we talked about. Just tell us everything. Just talk. I don't even know. Record yourself for two hours talking yeah. about Harry Styles and send it to us. That's exactly what we do. Yep. Um, <laughs> also, if you're looking for a free audiobook, you can go to audibletrial.com slash talk direction and get your first audiobook for free. Um, and that helps support the show. So that's really awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you so much for listening to episode 93 of Talk Direction. Um, you can go follow us on Twitter at talk underscore direction. You can email us at talkdirection at gmail.com. You can go to our Tumblr, which is talkdirection.tumblr.com, our Instagram, which is talkdirection, and you can follow us individually on Twitter. I am at Caitlin I.R. Foster, and Caitlin is spelled C-A-I-T-L-I-N. And Kara, where can they find you? I'm Kara underscore pond, and Kara is with a C. You can also head over to iTunes and subscribe, especially if you're a new listener. Subscribe to the podcast, and it'll come into your, like, podcast app or whatever it is as soon as it comes out. We're also on SoundCloud, though, so you can get the SoundCloud app or you listen on your computer. There's lots of ways to listen to the podcast. Um, so please welcome new listeners and welcome back old listeners and Harry Stans and everyone else because yes. the world is good and we need to listen to Harry and talk more and love each other more and be blessed by this beautiful song we've gotten. Yes. I'm Caitlin. And I'm Kara. Thank you so much for listening. We will see you next time uh, for episode 94, which we're recording soon. Um, in a post-hairy world. <laughs> in a post-hairy world. Bye, guys. Bye. Just stop you crying. It's a sign of the times. Welcome to the final show. I hope you're wearing your best clothes.